across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, now you're asking a question, Katie. Literally, as the red uh, yeah, lights okay. have gone, that's fine. <laughs> Catherine, can you hack onto the Wi-Fi for Katie Puckrick? Yeah. Well, Is that? Can you do that? I, I'm just trying Is to that? stay connected to, you know, the the thrusting, the deep thrusting heart of uh, you of all life. Well, you mean Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, that's you cannot let go. You cannot let go of Twitter. Catherine Boyle is here. Yeah. So, sorry? But, 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 no, what is this? This is the worst start to a show. <laughs> Just because your mate's here. Don't start with... Yeah. What is that? <laughs> You're interrupting us. You and your you and your little show. <laughs> Catherine Boyle's here, yeah? Yeah. Well, I am here every needs. night. I am. So Katie Puckrick's here. How do I get on the, the internet? Guys. <laughs> I'm just trying to give, you know, I want to provide correct information, <laughs> not alternative facts. Now, you, <laughs> Katie, you have a very what? unique... Um, uh, service provided for you when you come on this show. <laughs> the Catherine Boyle taxi cab. No other guest <laughs> is picked up. I think Catherine may have a slight crush on you. That's well, fine. Yeah. It's mutual. Yeah. No, no other guest gets this. Really? But when she, when you, no other guest lives around the corner and yeah, gets refused by cabs. Don't give away. Don't <laughs> give away the location of where celebrities. There are people, live. listeners will be tr- furiously triangulating. It'll be like um, <laughs> hunting the golden rabbit again. Anyone? Just me. It was found around the corner from my house. Well, there's a, there's a coincidence. Um, <laughs> Did you give, give it a lift? What was it <laughs> called, the Golden Rabbit? The Golden Hair. Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> it was a big thing in the 80s. Uh, where, there was a treasure? Or it was the it, treasure? It was the treasure. It was a gold? And there, were, there was a book of pictures and puzzles, and you had to solve the pictures and puzzles, yeah. and then you could find it. It became like a worldwide thing, before the internet, obviously. Mm-hmm, yeah. But did they... F- I heard a programme about it on Radio 4. They found did it at Amtil Park. Did they... Okay, again, you... you did they... Sorry. Who? What? <laughs> have you, when you go and pick her up, do you stop off at, like, an offie and, and neck a few? Do you go and have a little joint uh, in the back of your car? What happens in, in the mini... It stays in the mini. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It spills into the studio. Yeah. Um, uh, if you know anything about this golden hair, to oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, both... Right, it's like I'm with my kids. Right, there's you, nothing going on on this screen. Yeah, you don't need that I'm anymore. I'm worried Just that you're messaging it. each other. Going, yeah, He's yeah. such a twat. <laughs> I agree, but I, I have would to work tell with you him. that to you your can face. Just open it wherever you want. Okay. No, right. It's like I've got my kids here, guys. We've had enough screen time. It's time to have a conversation. <laughs> Remember that. I'm here. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to join in, uh, Katie Puckrick is here. You'll have seen her on the telly. You've heard her on the radio. You will have possibly read her blog about scents. Yeah, that's right. Perfume smells filthy and fine. <laughs> All of them. You, I got a double hug because you liked um, my Prada. I went in for a stereophonic sniff. But uh, here's the thing, because you know I want one that just smells. I, I, I've, I've had to start putting a lot of it on to have any impact yeah but that's to do with you becoming acclimatized to the smell so basically you're going to turn into one of those little old ladies that have a stank problem (laughs) it's it's i can smell it just fine you can smell it just fine but you can't because your nose gets used to it so do i need to alternate um aftershaves yeah exactly that you need to trick your nose you need to sneak up 
on your nostrils,、yeah. so they don't suspect what you're going to be laying on them next. It's just one of those biological things. When we were cave people, we needed to be alert to smells of perhaps predators、yeah. who were peeing, dinosaurs, dinosaurs peeing、yeah. on our local boulders. So we needed to know that that was happening and to look lively. And、uh, but then, if it was a friendly dinosaur and you recognize the smell of the dinosaur pee, you'd think. I can relax, and then you wouldn't notice it anymore. You can have your computer open if you want. I don't mind. It,、uh, yeah. um, <laughs> I, uh, great. Let me ask you about one word, an American word.、Mm. Oh no, not that one. Yeah, because I want to know if it's real or not. Okay. And then we'll chat. Okay. This is.、Uh, I consider this chatting already, okay. though. Okay. Okay. This、legit. is just like this is like just warm up. Foreplay.、Chat. You wait till we get onto the serial killer <laughs> stuff. Well, okay. Now, taint. Yeah, taint.、Mm-hmm. You know what a taint is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it is a thing. Of course, it is. You're talking about the perineal strip. Yes,、yeah. I'm talking、yeah. about that. Yes,、yeah. the rarest of all strips. Yes, yes the perineum.、Um, yeah, taint. It's taint. Yeah, it's.、Taint. And does it come from taint one thing or yeah, the other? Yeah. There we go. It's、Isn't、not it? your back bottom. It's not your front bottom. It's the twixt bottom. Twixt. <laughs> They should have called it a twixt. <laughs> we're fascinated with taint. That would be a Chaucerian、yeah. take on a taint. We, we, we're fascinated with it. For, for、yes. years, I watched a sketch on a show called Mister Show. Yeah, it's about taint, and I just thought it was a funny word. But then,、uh, then recently, I saw it again. I thought, oh, I think I know what that is. Yeah, now isn't that lovely? It's not lovely that、word. highbrow, is it? No, no. Welcome、But、to it, the show. It makes perfect sense, though, doesn't it?、Um, So well, hang on. So why are you here? What is what you 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 you're upset that you can't find a boyfriend? Is that、yeah. what this is about? Basically, <laughs> yeah. Kate, I like I like dating. You... <laughs> uh, my dating plea. Well, no, I just had a realization. I like how you just like stomp all over the punchline, but、um, I <laughs> <laughs> and also sensitive. Yeah, well, re- re- yeah. You're ha- really handling me with kid gloves. Okay, Catherine, you step in here because I, I I'm feeling a tension. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. I don't、me. mind attention because it's better than what I've ex- been experiencing、oh. up until now, which is nothing. So it's the absence of nothingness. I'm all for that. No, I was just reading recently. I don't know if any of you news hounds have been following、uh, developments in serial killer news, but in America, a famous. Uh, California serial killer has just been apprehended after the case had gone cold for years and years and years,、yeah. and he's been dubbed the Golden State Killer, and he's a very bad man, and he, you know, broke into people's homes and raped women and killed people willy nilly, and he was ruthless and brutal and very very clever. It turned out he used to be a cop, so he knew all the kind of insider tricks of the trade. And、uh, but he aged out of the system because it turns out once you hit forty, well, you can't really club people to death or you know manhandle them the way you used to, and certainly with not the same zesty enjoyment. So he kind of went、um, under the radar. He wanted a career change. He want he well you know I think he he loved his work, but he felt like he just couldn't execute. Uh, the maneuvers as well as he used to.、Mm. So he ended up getting married. He had three little girls, adorable、wow. little girls.、Um, so that's kind of adjustment. Like, how you know? I really wish I could bludgeon them to death, but I guess <laughs> I'm their dad now.、Um, like, there's a sort of a tension there. Talk about、yeah. your tension.、Um, and for whatever reason, maybe he wasn't the most pleasant of fellows, but、uh, he ended up getting a divorce from his wife. They didn't know at the time he was a serial killer. I have to make that clear. But when I was reading about this case, and then you know how it is when you're on the internet and there's a you know a link to like 
for more serial killers. And then before you know it, you know, you are a dark, dark person with a blackened soul. And you can never meld with humanity ever again. Anyway, that's what happened to me this week. And so I was reading about Ted Bundy, who's another, he's, he's in the, he's a Hall of Fame serial killer and he's, all kinds of mixed, messed up six ways to Sunday, and he's dead now. But the thing about him that struck me was, okay, he got caught, he was in jail, and then he, the ladies loved Ted Bundy. Then he was like, oh, he's just a misunderstood bad yeah. boy. So he, that's when I was thinking, wait a minute, serial killer in prison, Ted Bundy, for instance, getting the girls marriage proposals people want to you know try to understand him and i'm thinking i can't get a date what am i you know why is a serial killer more successful in their love life than me why they're very focused yes i wonder if, if I'm, you, I'm quite I'm, are you focused i'm focused but not to the extent of like you know like uh staking out somebody's ha- you know a target's house yeah i'm not going to stay he you know but the, but the, this is after like the serial killers in jail, and then so for in the case of Ted Bundy, he there was one lady who was sure that he was innocent, and she was spending all of her money to you know make sure that it, he got a fair retrial, et cetera, et cetera. And then when he actually confessed and said, "Yeah, I did actually have sex with all those dead people that I killed," um, then she was horrified and then really appalled that he'd already linked up with a lawyer who was making a play for him. So he was getting fought over. He was fighting them off. Yeah, he was fighting them off. So what is going on, everybody? This is all about the dark triad. Do you know about this? Tell me about the dark triad. The dark triad, right? Psychological terms. The, th- the three are psychopathy, Machiavellism, and there's another one, narcissism, right? Here we go. It's catnip for women. They like a confident man. They Because they the, the reason behind it is... It's like your ultimate psychopath apparently is very kind of charming and stuff, even though they don't give a rat's ass. Yeah, they don't else. care. No, but um, because they are confident, um, they are uh, t- like you said, they are kind of they can control the situation. And, yeah, and apparently, what it comes down to is it's like this primal thing in women that that is the guy who's going to take care of them. That's the guy that's going to fertilize them and not care, but he's the one that they want. Right. Is this like an extension of the bad boy thing? Yeah, totally. we all, always heard about as, as young men yeah. get women like bad boys. <laughs> it's the dark you go triad. around being a gentleman, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't be interested. But if you're a bad boy, oh, you see, I like a kind man though. who kills and rapes corpses. Or I don't want someone who has carnal knowledge of dead limbs. No, I don't want to. That's you know, yeah. Call me old fashioned, but no, no to that. The Yorkshire Rippers always getting attention mm. uh, not Stuart Sutcliffe Stuart Sutcliffe no Stuart Sutcliffe Peter was in the Sutcliffe. Beatles <laughs> Stuart Sutcliffe, Sutcliffe was the, the bass player in the Beatles and before as far Paul as McCartney we know, didn't kill <laughs> and he's fine he's, his, his track record is clean as a whistle well he died as a young man so it, it, we just don't know what we don't we, we don't know but don't cast what, aspersions no so Peter Sutcliffe okay. the Yorkshire Ripper very bad man very, very bad. I mean, tell you, you, you were of his I, crimes. What were his antics? Seventies and eighties, um, um, murdering, murdering sex workers. I think wasn't it? But I don't it? think they all were. I think you know he started to branch out. But but a lot. I'm going to say twenty five. Yeah. It was a lot, and and it was like in the seventies we didn't have you know we only had three channels over here, so this was it was all over the. This was a big yeah. big thing. He wore he um 
he he got when he got arrested by the police for for like a traffic violation because he or was something. a trucker. He was a trucker. He was a trucker. For for hours they didn't. He 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 made to keep himself warm. He um, wore a V-neck jumper, but on his legs. So the sleeves were his leggings, yeah. and the V-neck was where his penis right. would would be out, or yeah. maybe he cut a hole in it or something. And so he gets arrested for like a parking ticket or something. Yeah, and he's in the police cell for ages, and um, he's cacking himself because he's got his jumper, his yeah p- penis jumper on. <laughs> But why why is that a problem? Because he's been identified. Uh, the killer has been identified as wearing his so, underwear no, in the wrong I, place. He, he was he was worried that he was going to get asked to strip down. Yeah, and then they'd have gone. Why well, have you got a V-neck jumper on with your willy hanging out? Yeah, but but that whole case is what led to uh, there being um like uh, now a uh, what's it called um. Uh, they they were using cards at that time to do the investigation. So the police officer would get a load of cards and they'd right. be going through suspects. So they on made cards. a national data file. The database came get, it, database it, came out of that right. case because Vic Reeves made him a cup of tea once. Yeah, he told me. How come he because he could, uh, Peter Stewart Peter Sutcliffe was <laughs> the lorry driver, so he would pick up stuff from a factory and then go, go to the depot and all this. And Vic Reeves was like a tea boy at um, one of these factories that, oh, that, no that Sutcliffe would come in and he'd. He, he, I remember, because I don't know Vic very well, Jim very well, but I, I, he was, one of the first things he said was, uh, oh, I was reading the book on on murderers, and he said, oh, yeah, I, I used to make tea for the Yorkshire Ripper. And when did it dawn on him? Was it after he got arrested and they went, oh, that's the It was guy. after he got arrested, yeah. Oh. And he had, is it Dennis Nielsen in this country? Who was the guy who lived in North London? Yeah, Dennis Nielsen, used to kill, kill him young, for a company. Yeah. 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 He, he, um... I think he offered to buy Vic Reeves a drink or something God. one night. Oh, he's catnip yeah. for serial killers, yeah. old Vic. But so, um, can you not? You can. Can you seriously not get? Oh yeah, a date. Um, well, no. Yeah, seriously. Um, so what's going on is uh, I, in the last five years, got a divorce. Um, so I'm single and had a certain amount of positive vibes about the situation like okay this is fine i'm in the prime of my life i feel like you know i'm i sort of know who i am and all that sort of thing and certainly my goodness with my show business career and then various events and interesting people i meet i thought oh you know i meet neato people all the time and um but everyone is in a relationship, it would appear. Yeah. Every single person is in a relationship. Well, and also the ones who aren't or the ones who are freshly out have got different priorities, you found. Well, some of the ones who are age appropriate, shall we say, um, their interests do not appear to be age appropriate to oh. them. So um, I sort of I'll set my cap for somebody and I think, oh, look at us. We're hitting it off and we, you know, we'll meet, lunch, laugh. Uh, Etc. And then when push comes to shove, or in fact doesn't, as the case may be, it turns out that the man might have a hankering for somebody in a of a completely different generation. So the, you're saying that men want someone younger? Yeah. Or like th- some some men who are in their middle years seem to only hanker after a younger version wow. and and but that i mean i don't want to make because a... you're hanging out with fresh divorcees and then yes to... i think in this particular case it was a fresh divorcee and he i think wanted to 
go for someone who was the exact opposite mm-hmm. of the person he was. I guess he was married to a ball breaker, and he just thought, let's go with some like ingenue who doesn't know what time it is on the street. Or they'd be married to someone who became a mom and sort of drifted apart and wasn't the wasn't the woman he married. You know that Perhaps. whole thing. Uh, I am in the middle of getting divorced, and it's it really is such a, such a joy to be involved in one of the most hideous, upsetting experiences ever it's it's very soul destroying isn't it it's, I, I got the papers this week and it's looked at it's like oh god oh but see and you have children though so yeah that's a whole like i i don't have children and so it was really more of a bureaucratic yeah. thing but it's still a heartbreak oh, it's, of course it and is. it's soul searching and like what am i doing what am i doing what i feel I like doing? a failure yeah but i wouldn't I, I i certainly couldn't we've talked about age before i i would struggle to go with anyone i'm 45 next month how could you go with someone young? I don't know how men... men no, I couldn't a, do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. it I, I'm trying to think, you know, you can't pick an age. I'm trying to think, yeah. I'm, I want to say 35, but even that feels that feels young well, in my it's, head. It's the reference points, like when yeah. you don't have the reference points. Because already, being an American, it's always already kind of a stretch with British people. Because, it, you know, you have to kind of bridge, like, oh, I don't remember that same cartoon you remember or that snack. Although I'm pretty good on the snacks and cartoons by now. I've been here long enough time. Well done. So, so guys, don't worry. I'll be able to keep up with you and your cult- <laughs> cultural references. Don't be turned off. She knows what a what's it is. Yeah. All right. Um, I know what magic roundabout is. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, I, um, I mean, I did actually last summer I had a little bit of an enjoyable fling. It did, it was just what the doctor ordered. It did put jut in my strut with a man who was 18 years younger. Wow. And wow. I didn't find that out till later. And um, <laughs> uh, but the thing that was kind of handy was um, it turned out that he his he knew all about music. He knew about music from like decades before his birth uh, because his parents are musicians. Mm-hmm. So I felt like okay, that's good that we can talk about uh, uh, you know Jackson Brown or you know. Uh, I don't know, psychedelic music from the 60s. So he, mm. so that was, but I still felt like, and he was a smart guy and everything, but I just felt like, gosh, this would be weird to have. I, I sort of felt like I was a teacher and I don't like that feeling. Mm, and no. I think men actually like being the teacher. I don't know. It's a mansplaining thing. Well, no, wasn't there, wasn't there a thing on, on Twitter this week about some guy had written an article mm. about how to get the per- to be the perfect gentleman, and it was, you know, girls, oh, did... like, girls like to be taught by guys. <gasps> and really? Show them how to play your video games and yeah. show them um, what good books are. And it was, you know, it was one of these, uh, but he was My being fair serious. Lady. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> professor. was it the account of Professor Henry Higgins? <laughs> yeah, <I think> <laughs> he was, and obviously everyone on Twitter went, this is outrageous and old-fashioned and nonsense but um but i don't know maybe uh, there is something in but when i try and teach you things Catherine, when i teach you how to, how to do things properly <laughs> you get very very uppity about it don't you uppity yeah uppity. <laughs> you have ideas above your station you do i think i think there's a time and a place like you know on air is not the place <laughs> it really is not the place no but some things i am interested in and i don't mind you know i don't mind i kind of it has welcome to be solicited like yeah, hey but- do you you you're a nerd about x y or z come and show me this thing yeah. or how do i blah, blah, blah. what we don't really welcome is the assumption that we're dumb <laughs> <laughs> that we have no idea to begin with no oh bless um, oh shut up <laughs> we've got a call should we, should we put your headphones right. on um i forgot that we're on the air and people might um <laughs> I- want to take part let's go to sydney good evening sydney hi sydney 
Hello, hiya. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> oh, it's really weird because your conversation's gone on and on and on, but yeah. the reason I phoned was um, through the strange pride I have for sharing a birthday with Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, and yet we've moved on. <laughs> no, we no, don't. No, no, we always have time for Ted. Um, and so, <laughs> It's a weird thing to say now, though. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. How come, how did you, how did this first come to your attention? Um, uh, at the point where I, I guess the internet allowed me to search people's birthdays. Right. Like you, you share mine. a birthday with Julius Caesar at <laughs> Helen um, Keller. I, sh- I share a birthday with, that I remember, Ian Botham, <laughs> beefy Botham, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, Ted yeah. Bundy. So oh. I go Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then, of course, you had to look him up and go, oh, maybe he wasn't such a cool guy. Oh, well, I'm um, no, he wasn't a cool guy, but he was quite um, charming. charming. <laughs> yeah, we have it. Dark triad. Yeah, yeah dark triad. And that made me, and then while, while the conversation was going on, um, you referred to him as a psychopath. Yes. And I thought, oh, no, I think he's probably more of a sociopath. Well, you know, it's funny you should say that because you're, you're splitting hairs. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, because I think... A conversation they're... that happened to you minutes ago i know no it's no weird, but I, but it? what i mean yeah. is between uh, psychopath and sociopath i think there there are those who say it's pretty much the same thing i mean i i don't know oh, i think it's massively different actually yeah oh here we go, Ooh, go on. What's, okay. what's the difference oh oh my god i'm not uh i'm not like you know a trained doctor or anything but, uh, <sighs> neither but are we but he was kind of sociopathic in a way that he um I don't know, could display a care for people, whereas a psychopath doesn't display anything. Oh, really. okay. oh but they can when they need to. They know how to manipulate. Hang on a That's second. Point, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Sydney, are you defending mm-hmm. Ted Bundy? This is what it sounds like. <laughs> no, she's she's just pointing out that not that that he has possibly a good side. Would you? Sydney? No, no, I'm not even saying he had yeah. a good side. I'm saying um, the traits he portrayed. Yeah. Would you Where, ever consider being one of those, um, um, I'm going to say women. Women bundled into the back of his van. No, no, no. No, no. no. no the fans. The fans who write, write to him I'm going to say women because oh, I can't think no. of any examples of men. I don't remember. Oh, there are. Actually, are there? there was Rose West used to get letters, didn't yeah. she? Rose West. And the fa- Even though I think they were barking Rose, up the wrong tree there. Hang on a second. Rose West, you know who she married when she was in prison? Another woman, right? No, no, no. The bass player from Slade. No. Yes. What? Not the original no, bass that player. Is not true. This no. is true. She married the the second no. bass player from You're Slade. Spinning a tail. I swear, Catherine's no, googling I'm it. Verify it now. The bass player Was from Slade too. After she fell down a wishing well, Ian. Right, so come on. Let's <laughs> leave the wells out of this. As well, well, Catherine, am I right? Hang on. So, Rose West, I'm going to put Rose West and Slade in. You're worse than Bundy, you are, Sydney, bringing up that. <laughs> no, she called off the wedding. She called off the wedding. Wow. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, you got to have standards. But yeah. But would you ever do it, Sydney? Would you ever write to um, a, a sexual killer and um, say, look, I, I understand. I think you've been badly treated. I think you're a sociopath and not if a psychopath. They're on, if they're on Twitter, I may have a small conversation with them. Go. But oh. no, no, I would not. Um, Commit myself to that kind of person. You don't commit yourself. We don't have to. They're locked up. That's the beauty of it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. You can yeah. save them from beyond Why the bars. Alone when you can have a pen friend in prison. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> well, Sydney, so just, just when is Ted Bundy's birthday then, so we can remember it? 
24th of November. Brilliant. Well, well, happy happy birthday Only to you. Only because it was mine as well mm-hmm. afterwards, subsequently. Ha- happy birthday to you and Ted for later in the year, Sydney. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you very Thank much you. indeed. There we go. That's good. So, um, I like that detail, though, that, that there is a distinction that sociopaths can fake empathy and psychopaths can't. I but, thought I could. Well, I mean, the thing is, with categorization of mental ailments i think it's always a slippery slope anyway yeah. and they and they just they always kind of adjust and also it's case by case because no one's crazy in exactly the same way so really you know it's hard to it's hard to really get come down hard and fast on this stuff um would you go on tinder or something um i'm afraid of tinder because i feel like um yeah, I feel I would feel very vulnerable. Yeah. I feel vulnerable. So I, I feel like it's one thing to kind of announce like, hey, I would really love to kiss somebody and have companionship mm. um, and have a laugh with somebody. So that's like already kind of a step. You know, that's making yourself quite vulnerable. Mm. Um, but then to kind of commodify it and just yeah. like turn yourself into the product and it's totally on image isn't it tinder so it is kind of yeah. hey how about it yeah yeah so it's kind of a, a, a new way to be denied i feel but also there's the thing if you went on tinder it will get in the papers i thought about that as well because there's a celebrity dating app called raya yeah okay here's the thing a friend my friend another single friend um who's a celebrity, uh, mentioned that to me as a joke. And I looked into it and I thought, actually, the worst thing I can imagine is dating a celebrity. Is yeah. it, and is it just, because I don't, I, I heard someone mentioned to me late last year and yeah. I've never heard of it. And then I've just seen in the papers today yeah. that, um, the, who's the driver? Well, not, Narada, not Stig. Nigel Mansell. The Stig. Bring it up to date a bit. Johnson Button, no. Lo- uh, Daniel Lewis. No. Lewis, Jackson? Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. There we go. Okay. Um, he's apparently on. I like that he's a driver and not a racer. Because I, I was, I was, I was ever thinking a chauffeur. Yeah, I was. Is like a bus driver. I don't know this world. But apparently, he's on. But so is it just? Is it just celebrities? It's not just celebrities. It's you. You need to be established in your field. So it's all. It's a bunch okay, of. It's a bunch right. of dickheads and blowhards who are like, oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I've got seventy nine yachts and like. So wow, that value that system sounds, is not of interest. That sounds good though. What? Seven, for someone for, with 79 yachts, I could... Yeah. I could be into that. Sounds like overcompensation. As long as they're over yeah. 35, then um, <laughs> I'd have some of that. We should play some adverts, I guess. Um, Dom and Alistair, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. One thing to... Um, free the log jam of work we're talking about work and about how up since the jungle i'm kind of doing tv work that i haven't done for years and years and years and um it's partly because people have forgotten about me yeah um and partly because they thought i was dangerous because of the 11 o'clock show oh isn't that interesting yeah. and it's like hi i'm a middle-aged man yeah. you can listen to me every night on talk radio and i can string words together coherently and etc but they're amazed that i can do like a three minute yes. live tv thing you're so good on that I've been doing it for years. I do a three-hour radio show every night with nothing. Yeah. So a little scripted three-minute thing. Yeah. But, but and I was saying I don't I don't understand why you're not on TV and it's that yeah. thing of it's there's no there's no re- 
reason to it? Well, um, I, you know, we live in hope. I actually, I have three projects in development right now. Okay. Um, and two of them are for BBC and one potentially for Netflix. So that one is a maybe, but the other two I think are going to go ahead. Um, and it is that thing of you can't wait around. You have to make your own work, but, um, it's much better when you just get people just calling out of the blue going, you're the one yeah. that I want. And But, you know, that's the crazy world of being a show business sharecropper. Mm. You just go from plantation to plantation and hope that they let you pick their stupid cotton. <laughs> uh, I was in Oxford today uh, filming this thing for Vintage TV. And I basically I had to ask people what their favorite music was. And then we go, and here's the video. Mm. And I sung to very lovely... You're so good <clears throat> at that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That's why I got it. And then we spoke to a lovely Ugandan woman yeah. called Lulu. Um, the second Lulu I've ever met. And um, she, she, I said, so what music, what kind of music do you like? She says, well, in Uganda, we listen to a lot of hip hop and a lot of country. Mm. I said, wow, okay, I love a bit of country. Who's your favourite country music star? She went, hmm, I would have to say Phil Collins. Oh. And I said, Phil Collins isn't country. Yeah. She said, what do you mean? And she, her whole understanding of a genre of music was based on a line so, afterwards. So she, she, said, she thought country was like she said, the what road. Is, she said, what is Phil Collins then? I said, Kind of like soft rock. Yeah, like Is like so- AOR. Yeah, a- <clears throat> AOR or adult oriented rock, album oriented rock. No, adult. It, it's like a like schmaltzy. It's schmaltzy. Uh, uh, see, I wouldn't go as far as schmaltzy. I would say Neil Diamond can veer into the schmaltzy. I wouldn't say Collins nest. Anyway, I don't know. but after we we filmed this little thing, and she she was going, she took me to one side. She said, Seriously, were you winding uh, me up? Then is, is Phil Collins not country? So um, someone's done a brilliant prank on that poor. But woman. maybe we go to Uganda. Where is that? Where it was? Yeah. And and then we don't know what time it is on the street because we're talking about like maybe. I mean, it depends on what country it is as well. When you say country. Country music. I suppose so. Maybe yes. Maybe, but I, if just just a tip. Anyway, if you're going to Uganda, if you're going to go into the record shops yeah. there and you want to buy some Phil Collins, I would suggest look under the country and western. Well, section. I guess I guess if you ca- say that country, old school country and western music is bald guys whining about <laughs> shit, then you got it. Then that's Phil Collins. You got it. Should we take some more calls? Yeah. I don't know what quality these calls will be. Doesn't so. matter really. Well, does it? I'm totally low quality. So. Let's okay. Well, let's 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 start from the bottom and try and work up. Alan Caddick. Hello. Hello, Alan. Hey, How Alan. was Oxford? Sorry. How was Oxford? Oxford was uh, delightful. Everyone was very very nice. The weather was lovely, and, and uh, yes, it was great. Thank you. Hi, uh, Katie. I've got a question for you. Okay. I've seen you on the word. Yeah. What was your relationship with Terry Christian like? Well, it's funny because I didn't really have a relationship with him of any sort until uh, decades after the word. Because the thing was, we were rarely in the same place at the same time. Mm. Um, and so, or if we were in the same room, he was across the studio doing interviews on the sofa. And then I was dealing with somebody who was flossing their nasal cavity with rubber condoms so um and in fact though your question has just reminded me that we did share 
a long car drive every Thursday night because we had to go from the office where we got briefed about the show to go record voiceovers for our various items that would appear on the show the next day. So what I can tell you is that he's a fanatic about history and the royal family. And he would talk on and on and on about the royal family and about uh, the soft Londoners and how uh, television was run by Oxbridge types. And he was very man of the people. So I remember he would... He's kind of like a talk radio mm. person because, you know, there was incessant talking. So we got along fine as long as I was prepared to listen to him holding forth. Oh, really? I mean, my favorite moment was when he had the when they walked off. No, that was Clive Anderson. Oh, what? When the Bee Gees walked off. Oh, yeah. yes, I, I saw that. Yeah, that was that Le- was kind of a word-like moment. Les, Les Tosseurs, wasn't it? That was yes. like the final straw to the... Yes, the... well remembered. Well, well, thank you for that, Alan. There we go. He's remembering. He's mixing up Clive. We've got a few more calls. All right. Mixing up Terry Christian and Clive Anderson. Well, easily done. I will say, though, that um, I did meet... uh, Terry Christian was doing a one-man show um, probably about four years ago. Uh, Confessions of a Lapsed Catholic Schoolboy or something. I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, it was very interesting. And I went backstage to congratulate him. And there was... A very unexpected sexual tension oh. in the air, uh, which uh, uh, it was almost like he had seen me for the very first time. Wow. And yeah, it was kind of like, oh, it was a bit uncomfortable, but kind of enjoyable at the same time. We didn't act on it, but um, just, just rode the wave. Is he sing? What's his situation? Oh, he, well, he was married for many years and has children and all that sort yeah. of thing. But I think this was the first time that yeah. we would, you know, it was one of those things. It's kind of like a high school reunion yeah. sort of vibe yeah. it's like hot oh oh hi oh hi there oh yeah oh i say oh uh, that would be the perfect showbiz couple Terry <laughs> <laughs> oh, and katie got together wouldn't it wouldn't that be perfect yeah well let's see if he calls in tonight so <laughs> uh let's go to dave good evening dave Oh, good evening. Good evening, Katie. Hi, Dave. Hello. I'm a first-time caller. I've never really been tempted to call in before, but you're really interesting. Oh, oh thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. And, um, yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm just again. eating a Magnum at the moment. Don't be worried. That's not a gun like in America. Oh, it's yeah. It's ice cream with thank goodness. around the outside, and it's on a stick. Oh, that sounds delicious. Are you mansplaining, yeah. Dave? <laughs> no, explaining. She's she's new to the country. I, know. <laughs> I I if you were listening to the show, you would have heard that I do know quite a bit about British pop culture. She so knows I, about cheesy watsits as well, Dave. She I know about cheesy watsits, but I do appreciate your solicitousness. I awful. I feel, I feel so embarrassed. Okay. Um, I was abs- I was really intrigued by your explanation of taint earlier. Oh, okay. Uh, and an American word that puzzles me, and I'm not sure if it's a mixture of like a tweet and a swat. Is a twat? Okay. Okay. I don't think that's an he, American word. No, that's a, you're, you're going full full Anglo on me that's now. A, that's a that's a British word, and I think I think it I think it means vagina. Mm-hmm. I think it really is a, a very unpleasant word, David. I've never heard a British person say call it that. I did when I was when I was ten years old, Mr. Gardner in school assembly. I was messing around, and he grabbed me, and he, he grabbed my shoulder, and he pulled me to the back of the Ugh. room, and he said, "Stop being such a little twat." <gasps> ten years old, imagine. Oh. So so yes, Dave. 
Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm learning as we go. This is excellent. I might call in again. Okay. And, and how, how long have you been single, Katie? I've been single for, uh, very unhappily single, for um, probably about five years now. And it's, it's, I mean, I've been on dates, but um, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, having a, a, a squeeze, a main squeeze. Don't be tempted by Ian, honestly. Maybe okay, maybe another 10 years and you might seem slightly attractive, but... Oh, all right. You can do better. You can do much better. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, a rude, what a rude caller. He's right, though. He, all right, Catherine, <laughs> don't, don't you wade into this. Um, He's concerned, and I like that. OK. Good evening, Dom. Good evening. How Hi, are you? Hi, Dom. I had, um... I was originally calling because you had a fruit burst quandary, but then you got onto the topic of serial killers. We can, co- we which, can talk uh, about cereals, we can talk about fruits, yeah. we can talk about anything you want, Dom. Yeah. Yeah, so with, with, with serial killers, I don't know if Katie spent as much time looking at the Wikipedia page which lists serial killers by number of victims as I have. Oh, no. Tell me more. It, it is probably the best website, webpage on the internet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It gets, it gets me, it gets, the thing it's got me wondering about is do you think serial killers get upset? when they go to the effort of murdering loads of people and then they end up with, like, a really rubbish nickname. Oh, the nickname thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think they do, because, you know, part of it is about the... The, the, the cool the hillside yeah, strangler. Like, they want the notoriety. Yeah, yeah, and not... The, the psychology of it, like, there's some good ones. Like you said, it's like the Boston Strangler and Jack the Ripper and that. But yeah. then there's this, this, like, Iranian serial killer called Ali Ashgar, and he had 33 confirmed victims, which puts him right near the top of the elites. And he was known as Ashgar the Murderer. Oh, yeah, that's a bit generic, isn't well, that's it? That's just a name yeah. and, a, it, and a job description. Yeah, yeah, it's just very literal, isn't it? That's like, there's no poetry in that. Yeah, he, he must have been pretty good. Who was it? Was it the Washington Sniper? Oh, yeah, in D.C. Was it? Was it, it was he, two people. It was, it was the, the, the dad the fu- and the son. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was fascinated about that. That was but my area, didn't too. He, um, didn't he insist that he was referred to as the Washington Sniper. Oh, no, I didn't know that. That's a bit like Michael Jackson wanting to be called King of Pop. <laughs> yeah, you I can't pick the wrong nickname. Because yeah, the thing yeah, with the Washington exactly. Sniper is the chief of police would, like, talk to him, wouldn't he, via the press conferences. Oh. And they would put messages into into newspapers for him, and then they'd give out statements and all this kind of stuff. And um, I, th- I, I think he insisted that he was referred to as the Washington Sniper. Well, raising your eyebrows for I don't know. And uh, although that's also quite a literal yeah. name. I mean, location, I would Location, occupation. Yeah, location, occupation. It's a bit like, you know, those Twitter formulas for, you know, what's your porn star name? It's yeah. your pet's, you know, favorite food and your... It's such a bloke thing to do, though, to want to take control of your nickname. Well, I mean... The Penguin and the Riddler. Well, I mean, it's all about control, isn't it? We were just saying with serial killers. So why not control that? You want to control the whole narrative. If we follow your formula to naming your porn star, your pet's favourite food in the last film you saw, then (laughs) then I'm Felix Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) It works. That's pretty good. It works. I would be front and centre at your Chippendale... Debut. Oh, so I'm doing live events now. I thought it was just movies. This is. I thought it was your first pet's name. I know. I just made it up. I, oh, I got right. it wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're just having a bit fun. Well, my pet used to eat fish flakes. No one wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Cleo is so much more glam. I love fish flakes. What's your surname then? Fish flakes. What? What's the second bit? This is the last film you saw, according to Katie's new, <laughs> That's my, my new improved wonder. Form. Fish flakes under. There we go. Oh. 
I, very... I love it. That is a burlesque star right there. <laughs> fish Flakes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love this one. It's Fish Flakes Wonder. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> oh, you're still doing the stripper music. No, it's not stripper music. It's got to be like Smoke on the Water. It's got to be like Guns N' Roses. <laughs> fish Flakes. Oh, that is great. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Go on. We're, we're talking about but Ted Bundy. And, I can't get enough of Ted Bundy. The one that got away. You were saying you were saying, Katie, that um, you've. You've got a lot of respect for those potential murder victims that yes. managed to get away. Those are the ones, actually, the, the the silver lining in the very, 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 very dark cloud. I like to hear about the women who sussed out that the guy was a, a badden, a wrongen. So, yeah, so this one potential victim accompanied Ted Bundy back to his very nondescript VW Beetle. And as soon as she saw that his the front seat had been removed, the passenger seat, because that's where he would cram the bodies after mm. he bludgeoned them and done whatever and she just got a sense she just saw the seat was missing and she just turned around and hightailed wow. it out of the woods like she just knew um but sometimes it, apparently it worked uh there was another potential victim who just said my five-year-old's gonna wonder where i am boom that's what i was gonna say to you because yeah. that was the technique and, that i kind of held on to when i was younger i don't know what oh, it was yeah. right, a film or what was it in uh, um Why silence does... of the lambs but you've got oh, to yeah. humanize yourself okay so that's what it is it's like you you make them understand that there's kind of a web of humanity and, atta- and, like you're not a, an, an object yeah. you're a person yeah because they're just seeing you as kind of you're the target prey yeah yeah hmm I don't know how effective that would be. I would rather just not be in that situation. But I'm going to change the subject radically now to cannibals. Here we go. Um, so there was a quite a tasty, so to speak, little story in the news last week about some Siberian cannibals. Did yeah. you hear about no. this? So um, they're, uh, you know, young and in love. It's a couple. They're like in their, I don't know, mid-30s or something. And uh, they've killed and eaten 30 people in their very small village somewhere in i said siberia but it's somewhere in russia and somewhere far flung and they were only discovered because oops the guy left his cell phone he dropped his cell phone in the middle of the street and some road workers picked it up like aha look this guy left his phone here and it's unlocked and let's go look at the picture oh, oh no, my God. no! Uh, oh oh and they had lovingly documented their handiwork. Oh, God, in... like people who Instagram their meals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was a really good one. Yeah. This wow. Just kind of, yeah, stop playing with your food. No, that, so the first picture was the man with just some random human body parts coming out of his mouth. So he just had, you know, just playing with his food and then there were you know just random limbs etc and then the worst one was apparently a head just decapitated head on a platter surrounded uh, very fetchingly by fruit so had made it a whole display out of it had gone to the trouble you know presentation is key you need to plate the meal appealingly Eat 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 with your eyes so yeah so that was how that was the oopsie moment Gosh. and they were busted and they're and and of course 
the mug shots are always what's interesting to me because you I'm looking at the this these people's pasty face I'm thinking is it are they getting more nutrition because they're eating quite healthily potentially but no they didn't look like they were getting you know, maybe don't eat people if you want to eat well, is, for health is eating grown-ups like eating mutton old lamb yeah maybe and eat, the younger the person you eat don't eat children people. no no don't, don't eat if you're gonna eat humans don't eat children Give, you know eat the old ones who are already about to eat but that's gonna be a tough old tough meat, old isn't it where something yeah. young and fresh is going to be... I don't know if the same thing that applies to, to I'm lambs. sure. I'm sure it does. You know, they apparently the word for white people in some far-flung cannibalistic South Sea islands... I'm sure I'm getting the geography all wrong. Listen but to you, Nigel Farage. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> long pig. Oh. Wow. Long pig. Because yeah. that is... Apparently we are just porkily delicious. Let's have a word with Russell. Russell called in the other day. Okay. Russell's, um... How you doing, Russell? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Do you mind if I explain to Katie what you called in about the other day? No, that's fine. So Russell called in, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. and, um, he's very shy and doesn't like talking to people, and he, um, hasn't been very well, and he's noticed he's got a lump on his testicles, and so he kind of left work without really explaining to his boss that he was going to have a scan and an x-ray, you know, and to check up on, on, on this, yeah. and he lost his job. Oh no! As a result, and this, no. yeah, so we suggested that maybe Russell might want want to email his boss and explain to him yes. what he'd explained to oh us. Oh my gosh, a doctor's um, letter! Yeah. So what, Russell? Did I, you do it? What happened? I yeah, I emailed him saying sorry and I explained why I left and I didn't have my mind on things. Yeah. And um, I practically got an email back just saying don't come back. Oh no! No, yeah. mate. I was yeah. really hoping that was going to turn around and es- be... Especially, so and and were you able to... I mean, I would have thought your doctor should weigh in as well. Get a note from the doctor. Because well, it's actually illegal to stop someone well, going to a doctor, Well, 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 well. But, uh, but here's the thing. He's been there a month, so his rights are yeah. lessened, and he uh-huh. kind of left without yeah, saying. AWOL. So yeah. you, you went AWOL. Um, oh, mate, I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh, that's so, terrible. How are you feeling? I spoke... Uh, yeah, not too bad. I spoke to a guy I used to do roofing with. Yeah. And he said he's see if he can get me in next week. Yes. And hopefully yes. I'll start a new job next week. There hopefully. will be a, there will be another job. You sound hang on, you sound a lot more confident than you did yesterday. Yeah, I feel a bit more confident. Oh, <laughs> oh there we go. Well that's good. good. And have you did you manage to speak to a doctor yesterday or today to, to kind of back up the medical advice that I was spewing out? <laughs> uh I haven't actually spoke to one today. I will okay. do. But you feel a bit better about the whole the whole yeah, lump thing. Yeah, yeah, good, I do, definitely. Good, good, man, because you sounded really nervous about it yesterday. And no. like I say, yeah. you know, a lump on the testicles these days, it, I'm not saying it's nothing, but they can they can do so much and it it, it generally isn't a problem. Again, make sure no. you speak to your doctor and, and get it, or, you know, don't not go and see them because yeah. of me. But, <laughs> well, uh, listen, I'm sorry you lost your job, but I'm, I'm glad you sound actually better than you did yesterday, mate. Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Nice one, Russell. Give us a call uh, again. Uh, oh, go on. You... you you in Portsmouth tomorrow, yeah? I well, here's the thing. I'm in. I'm going straight after this show. I'm being driven down to Portsmouth. Okay. Then at um, uh, half eight in the morning, I'm getting the ferry to the Isle of Wight for loose women. Oh, More of this nice. Uh, okay. stuff. It's nice over there. Isn't it? It's nice, very nice over there. And then yeah. as soon as I finish filming, I'm getting a, a ferry back and getting the car straight back home so I can pick up the kids from school. Imagine that! Oh, <laughs> all in one day. All in one day. Why were you going to buy me a pint yeah. or something? 
Oh, no, I live in Portsmouth. <laughs> oh, stalker, stalker alert, guys! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, next, listen, I'm 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 going to be in Portsmouth for literally a matter of moments, but next time I'm there, yeah. Russell, I'll make sure we get to say hello. Yeah, that'd be good. Nice one, man, and, and, right. and well done for writing that email. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, mate. Yeah, cheers for the help. Take no worries. Give us a call again, and let us know how it goes right. with the, the whole medical stuff. Yeah, I will do. Cheers, man. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh, oh what a nice guy. Yeah. Um, how, how great that you got him thinking about how to take care of himself yeah yeah he was, he was terrified and he was worried that he wouldn't be able to have sex again and wouldn't be able to have kids again have kids not again but have kids um uh, you know it's, it's, it's terrifying it's but. the it's the not knowing that makes yeah. you yeah. nervous isn't it i don't know if you've ever had a scare i have and it's the whole thing of you they, when they start talking about scans and stuff it feels like it's happening to someone else you only take half of it in mm. and if you don't have someone you can talk about it with you, you know it starts to really get to you he'll be better off being a roofer than with that that other well, they guy. sound like that other guy sounds like a right jerk yeah. um we have to take a break do you want to stick around for another half hour sure you sure yeah catherine uh, taxi service what time does the taxi rank close well, one when we finish. Okay, right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness? He is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hello, dear listener. 0344 499 uh, Late night alternative with me, Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Yo. It's that attitude <laughs> we've talked about. I like it. She's, she's so I know, there. And you're encouraging it, I Katie like Puckrick. it. She's in there like swimwear. She's, she's showing off to you. <laughs> and I will be having words with her after you've left. I've got, I've got a word. Like I've it. got a word. Too. I like her little <laughs> sassy ways. She's got a jazzy approach. I told you, Katie fancied you. I told you. <laughs> um, we talked. What have we talked about? So, uh, serial killers. Yes. Um, cannibals. Dates. Dates. I have a. Um, here's a, a, a new thing that I've hit upon. Yeah. And I need your fine masculine mind. Thank you very much indeed to for help recognizing me. that. Yes. Um, so. You know, I mean, I know Catherine lives this hell every day with you, but um, this whole, you know, mansplaining is a thing huh? that women know um, and live with. Catherine, mansplaining is when a man <laughs> explains to a woman something they probably know. Do you know sign language? Already. Okay, that's rude. Thank you. So, um, mansplaining, the phenomenon has been widely discussed and documented and um, enjoyed. Uh, but it's come to my attention recently that. I think that men mansplain because they like being mansplained too. I think do do men like other men to mansplain because men love mansplaining to women, but there isn't really that much attention about the mansplaining that men do to other men. I think when men mansplain, I I think that men compete almost with explaining things at the same time. So yeah. so if I'm with a gentleman and and he'll be saying right so playing a game for for example yeah so this is this is what you do is you, you get the control and you do i go oh okay so you're going to do uh, and we kind of go back and forth yeah so instead of me listening to him i'm chipping in with stuff and it's like competitive mansplaining yeah yeah and who can mansplain the best yeah. who, who's the best at mansplaining um okay that's interesting because that made me relax a little bit you know you always kind of get your back up as a lady when guys are 
overdoing an obvious explanation. But if I'm to think that maybe they just can't help it because they actually like it and that's how they communicate, mm. then I should just relax about it. If, I think it is part of the way our brains are wired up. It's not, right. you know, it, it, it's not necessarily insensitive. Or, Am I doing or it now? Pa- or See, now, I'm really, now I'm, I'm paranoid that <laughs> no, whatever I say is... No, because no, you're explaining... Because I've asked you a question. It's solicited. It's it's A mansplaining okay. is, is, is usually unsolicited explanation. But I've asked you, do men... Yeah, like, what's the deal? So I think that there is something to it. Like, men, for men to understand things, they have to be extremely literal and very methodical yeah. and point by point. Yeah, is that kind so. of yeah. the thing yeah. for it to sink in? So do you, do women not like having things explained to them then? <laughs> well... Not if I've not asked for it. Yeah, it's, it's a not, not asking. Well, you know, the... the the origin of the term mansplaining came from a writer, American writer named, Re- I'm going to womansplain to you, Rebecca Solnit. Um, and she had written a book, uh, maybe with your flying fingers, you can find out what the book is that Rebecca Solnit wrote. Well, so, you jumped on that keyboard when I asked for something during the show. Well, she honestly. asks nicely. And, and she wrote an article called Men Explain Things to Me. And I think it was in Harper's Magazine in 2010 or something. But um, her so- her story goes that... She went to a party uh, thrown by some fancy guy, and uh, a friend of the of the host came over and said, "Do not leave the party before Bob, the host, comes to talk to you because he is so excited to meet you because he knows you're a writer." So she hung around with her girlfriend, and then finally Bob, like at two in the morning, got around to them, and he said, "So you're a writer?" And she said, "Yes, I've just written a book on X, whatever the book was," and and. He interrupted her and he said, I've just read a review of a book on that same topic. And he started to explain what the review said about this book on the same topic. And the friend was going, that's Rebecca's book. Yeah, no, you're talking about that's Rebe- that's the book on that esoteric subject. That's the one. He could not listen. He couldn't hear wow. it, couldn't hear it. And then he kept explaining her book to her. And then finally, <laughs> like he wound down a little bit. And then she was able to interject, go, yes, great. That is that good to know. My publicist is getting the word out there. That is actually my book. And then he stopped for a moment and then continued to explain the subject to her. Fantastic. So that so then she ended up writing a this article called Men Explain Things to Me. And then that became the origin of mansplaining. So I think that's that's kind of... I, and I guess there's a security, like men love that feeling. I guess anyone would love the feeling of being in charge of your subject, but then to pontificate, the pontificating. Do they think they're exchanging knowledge? Do they think because... They're being helpful? Yeah. They're they're sharing a resource. Yeah. They're re- I mean, in his way, was he reaching, trying to reach out to her in a way, or trying to connect with her? I know he was her. being large and in charge. Well, yeah. here, here's another thing. We, I'd asked you earlier if you knew the work of Jordan Peterson, mm. this YouTube savant he's a canadian psychologist and he's now i don't even know if he's doing any of his clinical practice because now basically he's a lecturer and he has a huge following amongst disaffected young men who feel like they can't get anywhere in life what was the phrase incel incel i i don't know if if he probably has a lot of incels involuntary celibate which actually i'd have to classify myself in that category not to put too fine a point on it but it would be nice to have a cuddle at some stage however oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand guys <laughs> but however i am not putting it out to tender at the minute amongst your listeners <laughs> you don't um, want to get involved with our listeners um, trust me but yeah there uh but just to swing back to mansplaining and jordan peterson and his 
um, approach. If anybody has seen him, he's got, you know, it's very suave, silver fox, um, academic, holding forth very smoothly on kind of self-help stuff like, hey, you got to take charge of your own life and don't mm-hmm. be a victim and don't be a weenie. But for some reason, he has kind of a sinister following amongst alt-right people, like right-wingers and borderline, you know, lady-hating people. Is it a daddy thing? Maybe. It's a strong man thing. It's mm-hmm. like a... It's like a Kindly, he's speaking for me. Yes. Well, um, and he really came to my attention because my older brothers, who are no slouches in the mansplaining department, um, both were agog and bedazzled by him and started sending me videos like this guy is the real deal and so i thought they're mansplainers and they love this man mansplaining so it is kind of that's what made me think hey you know what this is just guy talk i feel like to be like you know telling it like it is i need to check this guy out Mm. i don't really have enough information on him i mean he's a he he made a big hullabaloo a big splash here last um October or something. It was like he he was on Channel Four and he got into a big. Um, was it? Am I telling the story badly? Somebody no, listener might know. It Sarah Smith. Cat, wasn't, wasn't it? No, it was another. It was a broad. He was having a. He was being interviewed by a broadcaster and they basically had a big old knockdown drag out fight. Was it with Kathy? Yes. Yes. Kathy, yes. what's her surname? Mm-mm. Kathy. Mm-mm. Kathy. Mm. Was it Channel 4? Yeah. She had a bee in her bonnet. I have to say that she... She didn't come off particularly well in it, No, because she she actually was arguing... She already had some stuff that she was mad about (laughs) sort of going in, and therefore it wasn't a real, a genuine conversation. She just wanted to go and yell at him about some stuff. Newman. Newman. So, yeah, she had a bee in her bonnet, so she ended up... And he was doing the whole, like, Star Trek, Mr. Spock, cold logical thing and so he came off basically out of the woodwork he got all these angry lady hating people going she's a lady and she's dumb and all ladies are dumb because she was dumb and he's cool and cold and emotional therefore serial killers are I'm I'm trying to wrap up all my themes <laughs> in well, one had, summation. Chelsea is by the way, are you guys not absolutely sweating your nuts off? No, now? my this nuts are so happy right boiling. now. Boiling. Yeah, cuz I was feeling chilly. I'm now wearing my cape. Uh, but you've put it up to 20 and that's just fine because you're a guest and I'm 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 only complaining she's a little get, bit. Are you getting a, a hot I've flush? I've got sweat on. I'm I'm flagging, but that's fine. I'm no, wearing... okay, you no? Can... You can make it cooler. Chelsea I'm, has texted, could. tweeted, okay, yes. I love the late night alternative. I listen Thank every God. night, but I'm loving tonight's show even more. <gasps> I think it's all the talk on serial killers. I just can't get enough. <laughs> oh, there we go. And there's a picture of her in her wedding dress as her avatar. It's very tiny. You can't really see it. Okay. Um, and then... Yes. Can you um, make out a prison cell behind it? James says... <laughs> Some bars. <laughs> James says, and this is about Dave who called in, yeah. who oh. may or may not have been a first-time caller. How dare Dave <gasps> say that woman shouldn't go out with Ian. If they want to go out, it's none of his business. So Okay. There's, um, uh, Ian, I'm open to it. Okay. You know, when your divorce I'm, comes through... I'm off the I'm off the dating scene All right. for a while until I can find me a 19... Yeah. I go out with a 19-year-old no. girl. No, oh, God, I can't. No. They're children. Yeah, it's oh, weird. God, I remember no. being one and not feeling like a kid, but now you see them come, you know, I coming still, out of college and they... Oh. I still like the idea... Just and I'm on the cusp of it not being workable of of an older woman 
that's still the, yeah. the in the back of my as a young man it's, a, it's the cliche yeah. young man the fantasy Mrs. Robinson yes. thing. yeah and it's still I've never really fulfilled it and as you can still do it at 45 it's pushing it a bit yeah really there's still time there's still time so when let's you get go, to 70 you might have trouble let's go to um to New York City and um speak to Carlos good evening Carlos <laughs> good evening so I was falling asleep. This this subject is so narrow. <laughs> like I don't think it's, it's a good subject on my part because because of I always hear that crap over here all the time with the the mansplaining. So, oh, oh, good, good, good. Yes, good, I, and I want to hear what I you say. say. Anything? No, before I say anything, because uh, I'm going to be probably told that I'm mansplaining. I'd rather it, uh, be told to me first, and I'm going to warn you. Once you say something, if I have a question, I'm just going to interrupt you right off the back. I'm not trying to interrupt you. I'm okay. period. I'm just curious you, because you, I'm not going to be able to you, follow you. Are you explaining if I won't a conversation? You, like, <laughs> He's already explaining well, something before he says it. But you of coming. course, because I don't want to get you know I don't want to get you like, like oh you're yeah. interrupting me. You know I'm just warning you for manners. You know I'm just you're saying just, it for manners. You're just okay. explaining. Okay. Okay. You, um, you before talk. we begin, go on. Okay, I'm all ears. Well, even if it was explaining, it's just an explaining word. You know, you're just explaining yeah. that I'm now. Explaining. So, Let's just so yeah. When, so so like, please educate me on this mansplaining thing because I've been told it many times. But I, I lived I lived in a house of women, so I have no idea. I have no idea where it's like. I'm always a women kind of thing, so I always give respect to women, and I always let them talk. And I never really talk myself much to myself. It's <laughs> making the so most of it. I want you to tell me everything, and then if I can't follow, I'll just interrupt you real quick, and you can continue. But the thing is, you called us, Carlos. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because I wanted—I wanted to, you know, be informed. Inform him. Come on, lady. Oh. I wanted to be informed. Okay. Well, oh, just the term mansplaining—it refers to the idea of men volunteering uh, explanations of things that are really obvious, and also volunteering an explanation to something to to somebody who hasn't asked for the explanation. So it's just kind of like being a know-it-all. Um. And it's sort of in the news. Why, it's a topical thing. But, but why is it not called know-it-all then? I think because you know how people like jargon and they like a new term. So I think it's just called rebranding. That's all it is. But it really is. It boils down to being a know-it-all. Uh, so it's just so it's just said because that's kind of stupid. Yeah, I, I always thought it was more complicated than that. No, it's pretty straightforward. Oh man! Then that, oh, then yeah, you're right, you're you're on top of it, Carlos. You already yeah, you know the score. You already knew yeah. it. Oh man, no, because I've always ignored that subject because I thought it was it was not that important. And then when I was hearing you guys talk, I was like, oh man, they must know something I don't know. I need to, <laughs> yeah, I we need know to nothing. <laughs> I can I can assure you that we, we don't know a lot. But yeah, no, it just boils down to that. But it's just kind of the idea that that patronizing attitude that you get some guys that are kind of large and in charge and they're like, no, here's an I example. Mean, it, it, here's an example. Sometimes I get people trying to explain this show to me on Twitter uh-huh. because they haven't looked at my bio and realized why, you know, I'm in a, a, a strand of, of conversation about the show. So they start trying to explain it to me and oh. I, I, I wait for a certain amount of time and with great satisfaction, they then say, yeah, just check out my bio. <laughs> check yeah, out my bio. because she's the producer <laughs> and she's having her own show explained to her. So that's, yeah, that's that, a great example. That thing where people think they know better. That's a, no, that's a know-it-all, right? Yeah. Like or, a know-it-all. or someone who thinks they know better immediately just on the basis that, uh, you know, you, 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 
um, breasts. You're, you're, yeah, you're a woman, so you won't know about this thing, so I'm going to explain yeah, it to you it. because I'm a man. Yeah, oh, that's... Uh, uh, let, let me, I mean, let me I mean how, common it, how, how, how common is that in, like, in like government or politics or anything? It's like, you know, like men... Do like every time I, I look at the news, it's usually a man or something. I'm not saying that women cannot be on the news or nothing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it is usually a man, and these guys are usually in the place when a woman needs to speak. They usually want to try to explain, like, you haven't been around here long enough, let me tell you. And obviously they've been there and they got there, so why wouldn't you give them the respect they need and not explain it to them? That's it. Is that, is that what, that's it entirely that it. You're trying to get? Yep, that's it. You got it, Carlos. You're, well, you're, you're through to home. the next level. You don't level. learn that on the streets. <laughs> you don't learn that anywhere else. You learn it at home, actually. Yep. I don't have a father, so I didn't really know about that. Okay. So. He's, he's, he's in New York City at the yeah. moment, and um, I, yeah. I, I get Many. <laughs> Um What can you see yeah. in New York right now? Where, where are you? And tell me exactly what you can see. Yeah. Well, I can, well, I'm in Queens, and uh, yeah. I see a lot of mangsplaining going on around here. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have to go around and uh, tell him to call in. Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> get, get, get all of your Queen's uh, friends to give us a call. Thank you very much. Good evening, Gareth. Hello, Ian. Hello, Gareth. I'm really enjoying the show tonight. Thank you, man. Um, just insomnia. Uh-oh. It's a knee something. It's back and it's I don't know. It's like it's the scariest of all the symptoms. Why is it so scary, Gareth? What? 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 Tell me why. Um, because I've had it once before, but never this bad. But there's no reason why I would be stressed other than anxiety. Mm. But I try. That's what happens to me. I try to. Have you? Do you remember we? I think we talked maybe last week about uh, meditation and stuff. Have you tried that? Yeah, but it just feels like anxiety. It's just like yeah came back tenfold, yeah. but I just have to remember that it's just a stumbling block, and I'll hopefully... It, it is just, just a stumbling block. Um, uh, remind me how long you've been on... The, you, you you just started some antidepressants, haven't you? No, I've been on the metrazapine for a year now. Right, OK. Well, maybe it's worth... Um, one thing you could do is is maybe talk to your doctor about it because I was on the metazapine and I came off it last week, man, and um, I've been yeah. a little bit, little bit wobbly, a little bit. I know, yeah, last week I think. At the start, did you find that you know the sedative was great, but then as you started taking it over the months, like like six months, did you find that it was slowly losing effect? No, it it worked for me. It worked for me, and it helped me sleep. It gave me the most messed up nightmares I've ever had. You know, proper yeah, terrifying nightmares. nightmares. They're incredible stuff. You know when you try to explain anxiety to people? Yeah. Like my close family? They haven't a clue. That's the, that's oh, I, the hardest part I think part a lot of people it. that don't have it on a big scale just think it's like being nervous about, you know, going to work they or something. They always think it's, like, triggered off. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's not that, and it's, it's, it's bigger than that, and it can have no reason for it whatsoever. It can be, it can be a tiny, for me, here's the thing, Gareth, for yeah. me, it's not the big things that necessarily trigger off, it's the tiny things. I remember being really worried, um, years ago, that, um, 
I, I, I was, I, I shared a garden with the people in the flat downstairs and I used to get so anxious about mowing the lawn because they didn't mow the lawn and so I'd always do it. And it used to totally eat me up and I couldn't sleep and I'd fret about it and it, oh, it was oh. awful. Whereas like the big stuff, like work and relationships and things, that, that was Well, I've noticed, right. you know, the way you, the way you were saying that there? Yeah. The, the way I, the way that's freaked me out, I, I loved going to cinema. Yeah. And I started to go to a cinema and could feel, you know, even being around my family, yeah. like you could just get up and go. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of a film, and that, that really knocked me for yeah. sex, because, and the, the best one that I always thought was, you know, as you, as you say your story there, mm-hmm. just a minute ago, going out the door, and you're halfway, like I could be up the street down the town centre, and you feel like just, Going back, yeah. it's, it's scary. It, it makes me laugh sometimes because your mind is capable of that. Oh, there, listen, it man, makes you think you're losing it. We're nuts. We're nuts. You know, because that's uh, a, that, you look at it and you, uh, right, you you say it out loud. And you go, well, that's ridiculous. But that's crazy. what happens. I tell you a thing that I find, and um, I lost a job a couple of years ago, and it knocked me flying, man. And the thing that started to help me get back on track was yeah. what I call my Zen power walks, and I would just go out and just walk and um more often than not i wouldn't even have my walk my uh, my walkman my ipod with me you know i'd just go out and i'd walk sometimes i'd have an ipod sometimes i wouldn't and i'd just yeah. go and walk and walk for an hour just that my, my head would start you know the anxiety would ease a little bit so maybe that's something else you can do Gary. do you know the thing about do you know the way you say your job the jobs and stuff yeah. i've noticed that myself i'll just be brief but what I caught, I've noticed that mm. I messed around in, in hindsight, and it's a great thing, hindsight, because mm. looking back, I said to myself, you keep putting your hand on the fire and it's going to get burnt eventually. Mm. And it, it's scary how you can see, I'm, I'm a very rational person, mm. and I would overanalyze, that's half my battle, the length degree, instead of just getting head first on it and stop worrying about what might come or what yeah, won't happen but it's, it's, it's easier said yeah. than done though isn't it just you know the, the but i'm really enjoying the show tonight you know the topics and nice one Gary. Hey, very quickly up. before you go do you do you you've been calling us for a while and i really enjoy your calls man do you feel um do, do you feel that calling us helps you a little bit yes it Good. does really help because Good. i try to just um, get it off, and I feel like it's just like an outlet. Like it's it's a great entertainment, a great what's the word? What's the best way to distraction? It? Mm, distraction. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can lose you can lose yourself for a couple of hours, and you just say it's just something they take my mind off well, anxiety. Listen, I, but I need to get back to you know employment to get myself yeah well up when, and going when, because yeah, when you're ready man when you're ready don't rush into it you know when you're yeah. when you're ready and if you think that that will be a, a big benefit to you then you can start looking into it if you're not quite ready then don't but um listen gareth i really um enjoy your calls and i know a lot of people get a lot of um insight out of them so you give us a call anytime you want man okay Thanks very much. Thank uh, you, appreciate man. it. Right, bye. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Yeah, it, insight is a good way to put it because yeah. um, I have family members who struggle with anxiety and mm. they feel really isolated. And, and I think there's kind of a shame associated with yeah, it. Yeah. So they're already suffering from it. And then they're on top of it feeling very self-conscious about 
this thing that may be perceived as just belly aching and whining, and uh, it just amps everything up. Mm. Oh, well, it is. Some people perceive it as a weakness, and, and people that don't get it or don't get depression just think that you're feeling a little bit down or you're a little yeah. bit nervous, and they don't realise that it can be, for people like Gareth and, and me at various points in my life, it can be all-consuming, yeah. you know, it just takes over. And it's the people who think that it's because you don't realise how lucky you are, and they have to remind you, yeah. of, you know, and it's not about that. It's chemical, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's have a quick ad break, shall we? This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I don't know anything about Kanye West. Um, I don't think I've heard... I don't think I've heard any of his... I must have heard a Kanye Yeah, you West have. Song. Gold Digger, everyone liked that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, well, I don't Jesus know. Walks. Okay, that I don't was a big, know You'd that. know it if you heard it. Oh, American Boy with um, no. Estelle, wasn't no, that No, no. Oh, was he? No, that yeah. wasn't. Was that him? Yeah. Okay. That, that, I, I didn't realise it was him. Yeah, but that's more of a, pr- well, yeah, production, well, rapping job. Because uh, we were just talking about Kanye West yeah. and um, how he, is he having a meltdown and you pointed out that, what a coincidence, he has a new album coming out yeah, a in album. a month. But in terms of promotion, because we had a call last week, it was last week, wasn't it? Someone said, oh, have you seen what Kanye's doing on Twitter? He's just lost nine million followers yeah. when oh, he posted yeah. the donald trump signed uh, yeah. hat lost nine million followers <laughs> just like that yeah. that's funny man. Yeah, that's but that's an good. odd promotional campaign well, for a he, record he's i don't know he's an interesting character you you could say i mean you just said you did say not you could say he's having a meltdown but really if you look at his whole career his whole career is having a meltdown yeah. like sort of his brand he's a chaotic individual he said he was the biggest rock star on the planet at one point didn't he and yeah no he's he's a he's a like uh, he's always on the struggle bus, that guy. And um, he's he's infuriating to his fans. He's frustrating and infuriating, and he's really irritating to people who don't like him. But, you know, if you even just look at the comments mm. on, you know, uh, iTunes or something under the music, people back in 2008 are like, man, this guy is his own worst enemy, and he's such a, you know, big mouth blowhard. I mean, that's just him. Mm. That's his He's bag. the one that's... Ma- he's... No, it's Jay-Z that's married to Beyonce. Yeah, he's married to Kim Kardashian. Is he really? He is. I love, I love how you're just... You, it's like you've been in a bunker or I something. I don't really know these How things. do you not know... How can you not know that? Like, oh, just it, through osmosis. I it, mean, you work in show business. Yeah. Do, do you have some sort of force field around you? Also, you've been are, the entertainment reporter for, for yeah, Good Morning like, Britain. I'm trying to hip you to a little bit of 20th century... Uh, <laughs> Showbiz gossip. Uh, it rings a bell. Yeah, well, um, ding dong, those chimes a little okay. bit louder But I there. was thinking, when, when I was reading about him losing nine, for some reason I thought he was Jay-Z. No. No, Jay-Z wouldn't say anything No, like Jay-Z's too smart. Jay-Z's... Oh, I, yeah. no, I, in that case I don't care about Because Jay-Z is older than you think he is, isn't he? Is he like in his 50s? Well, he's a grown-up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't care about, I don't care about Kanye then. Jay-Z, as long as Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're still married, yeah? Yeah, everything's under Oh, control. that's cool. That's yeah. fine, that's fine. Then I'm happy then, I like them. Let's go <laughs> to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening, everyone. Hi. It's fun time, Alistair. How you doing? Good. 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 Thank you, Alistair. What have you got for us? Let's just let's launch into Katie, it. Let's dive in. Yes. I if I might say that I uh, am old enough to have enjoyed all of the word. Oh, oh. thank goodness. I know we all we all go back a ways, don't we? So am I old going. enough? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your age is. I am old enough. um, I'm I'm 40 years old. (gasps) You are? And looking good with it, Catherine. So, Alistair, um, I hope it was a pleasant experience for you. 
Well, there were good shows and bad shows, but yes. what I can say is that you were my favourite presenter. Ah, yay! Thank you. I, well, I was, I was doing my best. Out of all of you, you seem the most sensible. <laughs> You're joking, right? No, I'm and sensible. I, let the man speak. I'm sensible. You were the most sensible, yeah. and um, you actually delivered your reports with a certain sense of seriousness which was, which is what was needed on the no, word no seriousness don't get yeah exactly did you are you did you actually watch the word no he's not... he knows what he's talking about okay. Ian, unlike you i feel i feel a little bit of chemistry i feel a bit of it's like when no. you met terry christian again it's, yeah. this is, <laughs> no i it, there were alistair will back me up on this but there were actually some hard-hitting topical yeah. reports on things that were more serious like scientology yep. i did a report on that yep. did a report on the man who had plastic surgery on his penis. Wow, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. One. don't do that. Maybe don't yeah. do that. That's not... But uh, talking about dating, yes. uh, Kath and Ian, um, you know, I saw... Th- thanks for that, Katie. I'll finish with you. I'll move on to the other two chumps. <laughs> yes? Said, no, no, I'm in standby. <laughs> Go on, I'm no, you something that you mentioned last night, guys. Um, yes. I saw episode two of that dating show on BBC Two with the farmers. Oh, Ep- loving the country. Episode yes. two? Yeah, because it's available on iPlayer. Oh, what? what? I know oh, what I'm is, doing tomorrow. This is tomorrow. We watch Although, it together. No, we'll spoil it for ourselves if we watch two. Is the we? whole series on? No, it's just episode two. So no, we'll save it. I we didn't enjoy episode one too much. But things do, mo- do move on a little. Well, I enjoy- have you two. seen this show? It was no. on last night. Um, Love in the country. Sarah Cox presenting it. All right. Um, and it's farmers, male and female farmers, that are the single, different ages, um, and the, the BBC have advertised them on a website, and people have written in to the farmer that they fancy, ah. and they get taken to this big country house, and they get all their letters. Uh, some had more... One guy had two boxes of letters. One woman had hardly any letters at all. Oh, dear. And they pick out of the letters, which ones they'd like to meet. Yeah, yeah they have, like, shortlist about seven, and then they get it down to three that they're yeah. going to spend time with on their farm. Oh, and it... it you, I mean, the first but is it minutes, farmer to farmer? No. Uh, no, so it's like a civilian with a farmer. So there's, yeah, there's, so there's a kind of a fish-out-of-water thing, but so they have they to want, go to the farm. And then they have, like, the hilarious, like, I don't know my way around a yeah. goat teat. Oh, absolutely. There's already but one, isn't there? The Francesca, first, who's got, like, the hair extensions and the oh, fillers right. and stuff. But, but and, they know that they're farmers that they're being paired up with. Right. Right. And they've written to the specific farmer. And the first 15 minutes, I was watching it with Catherine. Going, this is rubbish. This is what a stupid idea. Then 15 minutes into it, it clicked. And we were both uh. going, oh, my God, this is the most amazing. It's incredible. And what is it about? Is it just the folksy down-homeness of the farmers in question? or They're all characters. Uh, they're just, it's good. It's all in the casting. It's, done, it? it's done very... Uh, it's very classy production. It's not, um, you but know... But most of all, it's that thing that we all like doing, which is going, they don't go together. It's that one. It's that one. Yeah. Is he going to recognise that it's that one he wants rather than the flashy model that's not going to work there's down the some, some nice. There's some nice, you know, kind of moving stories in there. The young lady uh, whose husband died four yeah. years ago and she's, you know, finally ready to meet a farmer, you know, and yeah. it's... And there's there's silliness in it. The Francesca lady who's... Uh, they're setting her up to be the... You can tell why he picked her, but it's... it's... So does the farmer... She scared me, that Francesca. No, I bet she did. Did they date it. more than one person? Yeah, I think they get to hang out with the, the, the four oh. that they select oh, okay. on and... the farm, and then they decide which one they're going to marry. 
and impregnate. Can I just say, I won't, I I won't say any, any spoilers. Well, but, then don't, because um, you... OK, I'm, I'm, got hoping, I'm not, I'm not going to say any. Didn't but, you... Didn't you, te- didn't you... Did he spoil the film about that woman who was... Went to see a psychiatrist and then... Was that him or was it the other fellow with the Cineworld pass? I don't know, but I'm, I'm hovering. Go on, Alistair, I'm hovering. Any spoilers? <laughs> okay, okay. well... I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say any names or anything like that. Well, no, don't say anything. Oh. N- no. Uh, no, okay. don't... No, don't... Don't, even if you go, I'm not going to say any names, but one of them kills someone. Well, that's kind of a spoiler, isn't it? That would be. I don't a, think anyone's going to get killed. No, there's I no know. Killing. There's no killing. Okay. Well, that's a spoiler in itself, Alistair. Thank you very much. I'm not indeed. watching the show if there's no killing. <laughs> Good I evening. Mean, Katie's out. Good Slaughtered evening. lamb or something. Good evening, Alex. Oh, good evening. Good evening. Um, I hope you're well. Um, you I just care. want to make a very short call. Um, so I won't take too much of your time. Um, I just wanted to point out a couple of things, um, or take the opportunity to say a couple of things. Firstly, with Katie being on tonight, I'm a new listener. Um, And I hear Katie there, I mean, I cannot believe she's single. I know, um, thank you. I know. She's quite quite annoying during the breaks. (laughs) 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 But when when you be on the ward, and any time I've seen you on TV, you're so charismatic and oh, got a really you. engaging manner. So, um, you know, uh, as someone that's watched you for a long time on TV, uh, you know, I just want to say, oh you've my got gosh, going on. you have just made me feel very, very nice. Thank you very much. It's so kind well, of you. I thought I would just share that with you. Um, the other compliment I want to pass on as a new listener is, um, is to Ian and Cass. Uh, last night I heard you talking to both the lad who had. A lump in his testicle. Oh yeah, Russell. And yeah. also, and then a, a chap at the end of the night who was blind, I believe, who oh, lost Manny, his sight in an accident at work. And the way you treated him, I thought that was wonderful. And hey, nice one, man. You know, there's not many times you'll hear, you know, people on radio that actually make a massive difference to people. Well, and I think well, that you know it was really you. quite special. Manny is a guy that's been and calling me for a few. I mean, he's explained to Katie, he's been calling me for a few years, and yeah. he's had a bit of bad luck, and he lost his eyesight oh. in an industrial accident. And he calls on and off, and he's been having a little bit of problem with booze and stuff. And then last night he called in to say that a few weeks ago he tried to kill himself. Oh. And he'd, he'd taken the overdose, he'd written the note, oh. um, and he woke up in hospital because his wife had found it. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh. This poor guy, he's just had enough. His eyesight, he had 6% eyesight, it's gone down to 2%. And he's just had enough. Oh. And um, the uh, poor, uh, poor bloke. He's, yeah. And when he's when he's on form, he's a funny, decent, warm man. And he just gets these depressions, yeah. you know, because of. I'm so glad that he knew he could call you yeah, guys. Yeah. That yeah. poor guy. That poor. I've been thinking about Manny a lot today, actually, Alex. But um, fingers oh. crossed, he's all right. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah, sir. I, I really hope so. Yeah. Um, and my final point, yes. and a bit of later note, is uh, mansplaining. Okay. I think I've solved it. Oh, good, good. I, it, I know this won't apply to Ian because he's not really a big sports guy, but um, <laughs> I think there's a major obsession men have with pundits, but football ah. pundits. And then you see it is then passing on knowledge. The, I find myself being obsessive about watching pundits and ah. going, and, and then I, sometimes that sort of, it's quite sort of talking down to, and then I find myself doing it. And uh, it's quite embarrassing. So I, I think it might be something as basic as that. Oh, that is such a good mm. insight. I'm giving you a different angle on it. I think it's a great that, angle. That is yeah. very insightful because it's something that 
especially if you follow sports, you're always exposed to that because that's the lingo and, and I that's the manner. can't think of a female version of that. Yeah, there's not a female version. I mean, actually, I would say the female version would be a 14-year-old girl on Facebook uh, very yeah. bossily explaining like how to do her nails or something like or that. Or the old-fashioned women's magazines. The old-fashioned women's magazines. But yeah, the pundit yeah, idea... Well, like the ultimate yeah, expert. Well, the, way, the way that I would further the argument and perhaps take it is to this, um, like, um, X Factor, Simon Cowell and whatever. There was a funny picture, by the way, of that. Was, <laughs> what's, he done to his, what's he done to his face? Why, why does he look like a sock puppet? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, that, that sort of thing of, you know, we have judges and judging and people yeah. looking for acceptance and then people looking at other people to, give their opinion, yeah. and then everyone thinks, well, that opinion's gold. So I think, as a society, that's that's just my own me. I think that's, that's great. I think that you're absolutely right. And like you say, more and more, our entertainment is structured mm. like, like a competition and a judgment yeah. and a talent show, and are you in, are you out, are you good yeah, enough? So and judgment then, becomes yeah. God, yeah. yeah. And then, and then, and then that create, that's the society rules, and then everything else falls on. But I, I, I'm not going to take any more of your time. Oh, no, you, you've like, added so much I, uh, value. Yeah. And also with the compliments. I mean, Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah don't rush again. off. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the, uh, I'll say one final aspect. I heard you guys talking off when it was at an advert about um, just working TV. And Ian was obviously fantastic in the jungle and the sort of nature of show business. Oh, it's, how it's, it's getting a little bit you know, sucky now, Alex. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. You don't no, need to do quite, the compliments. No, go on. It's quite, it's quite fickle. But um, I remember Frank Skinner coming up to Edinburgh and he, he, um, he basically could not get any work on telly for love nor money. Mm. He got a break and then he was on everything. Yeah. So, you know, show business... Uh, you know, I'm sure all you guys, I'm sure... All it takes uh, is... All it takes is one, now, and I'm sure yeah. you guys will all be back on TV. All you it, should be. All it takes way. is one phone call, and yeah. then that, it can kickstart the whole the whole thing. Alex, thank yeah. you very much, man. Nice to talk to you. We'll Cheers, speak man. again. Bye. Bye. What can I ask, Catherine? What's going on? We've had really nice. Positive callers. Do this you evening. not normally have such smart? God, we in- get arsholes. <laughs> Generally, <laughs> I think, it's you. I think, I it's think it might be the puckrick vibe. Uh, the puckrick vibe. I'm really raising the tone with my sleazy conversational <laughs> topics. And we did start with a talk of taints. Yeah, uh, that was it. That was where we started. That was yeah. where we started. And you dragged us up. Um, uh, Catherine, would you please escort mm-hmm. Katie Puckrick off the premises? Yep. Oh. Is there anything you want to plug d- 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 on Twitter Kate, at Katie Puckrick? You got that one. Uh, yeah. Anything? Any websites or things? Um, not. I mean, you know, my usual bag is that I'm a bit obsessive about perfume, and I do write about perfume. Yeah. Not only on my own blog, Katie Puckrick Smells, but I pop up here and there amongst various media platforms but um yeah nothing particularly to plug i'm just happy to be the wind beneath your wings i have a a tweet about you saying can you ask katie pucker this is from Stephen. what her favorite men's and women's fragrances are oh well tonight um after smelling the very fragrant ian lee with his prada pour homme that smells pretty damn fine but um i would say a fantastic fragrance for men and women but it is a man's fragrance. Vetiver by Guerlain. Oh. Do you know that one? 
It's fantastic. I used to use vetiver, and it was one of my favorites. It was um... so it's a, it's very rooty, it's very grassy and rooty and tobacco-y, and then there's kind of a citrus freshness to it, but it has a, a real kind of heft and grit to it, and there's a little bit of nutmegness to it, so it's slightly spicy. So I think that's fantastic. Why my favorite just... one got discontinued. Oh. My favorite vetiver. Oh, what was that? Oh, it was. Um... Oh, what, what was her name? The, the woman that was making her own perfumes and then she sold it on to... Um, oh, Joe Malone. Joe Malone. It was yeah. a Joe Malone one. Um, well, Guerlain, Vetiver, that's a good one. And then I'm kind of uh, right now enjoying one by a niche brand called Byredo, and oh. it's called 1996. And that smells smells a bit like carrots, weirdly. Um, it's amber. It's amber and iris and patchouli and leather, but there's definitely like an odd note that you can't place until you realize... Oh, I think it smells like carrots. <laughs> so it's sort of syrupy and dark and mysterious and interesting. So lovely to see you. Good to see you. Come Good to smell time. you. I know we're, we're so bad at organising this, but honestly, yeah. you have an open invitation. Okay, well, thanks. You know, I can uh, talk for Britain and America, so yeah. happy to do my part. Oh, three, four. Catherine's going to go for a bit now to drive Katie home. Yeah. Um, if you oh, get bored, you can always, uh, you know, I'm hands free. So no, mate, because last time you dropped her off, you got stopped by the oh yeah, the fuzz, the old bill. I don't want to get busted. Oh again. three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I have an empty switchboard in front of me. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Kath, we back. She's on off to um, drop Katie Puckrick home. Uh, I love having Katie in. It's such a joy, such a joy. Um, you can give us a call about absolutely anything you want. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. I'm trying to find this aftershave that um, that uh, Katie Puckery was talking about, but I can only I can't find it. So um, that's disappointing. How you doing, man? We're off. What's wrong? Come from the post office. The what? Come from the post office. You're banned from the post office. What have you done? Took the contraflow system out. What's what's that? Is that your catheter? No, the ropes there. Have oh, the ropes there. Have lanes in the post office. Right. And some electric chair. Right. Bit too fast and to took it out. Uh oh. Some band. At least my chair is. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think that can they bang you from the post office, miserable gits? Yeah. That's outrageous. <laughs> Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Although you know, if you're a if you're a danger to um, people's health, so what do you what do you do in the post office? Buy things. Well, what what well, what things are you buying in there? Because they sell old people's things. No, not an old person. Yeah, well, you, they they sell old person's things in there. Well, it's got, I don't like the post office. It's got stuck in there before. Okay, so um, right. Yes. Oh, they can't ban you from the post office, Jerry. Just go in there and apologise and be slower. Well, I tried to round and you just freeze, you can't move. Yeah. So I asked me to turn me around and he didn't understand it. Um, it's a weird disease. Yeah. It's because there's some young people get things. Yeah, I know. I know, man. I've been through a rough time. So I'm going to be The doctor has lost my letter twice. She's changing me drugs. Yeah. 
the doctor had the letter off the consultants and lost it twice. So I'm still on my old drugs. Oh, flipping heck. Still on from my social worker for yeah. months. Yeah. It's just the only things I know. It's getting hot and... Weather's going hot and it's knocking me out. No, yeah, the, the, the warm weather's not good for people with Parkinson's or anything. I've got the eating on the place. I was eating on the phone and it's not weather outside. Uh, but this is, this is the thing, NA, uh, hospitals and NHS places, they, always ha- they do always have the radiators on, and I don't quite know why. It must cost them a fortune. Yeah, it must do. I know, it's a big thing, but it's a famous thing that that's what, that's what they do. Any sugary drinks have gone up almost a pound. <laughs> really? Pepsi's gone up a pound. Ay, ay, ay. £2.89 for a two-litre bottle. That's out. Well, that's, um, uh, that's out. That's the, sh- is that the sugar tax? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Outrageous. It's me only if it's, it's me. One little thing you like, but sugar. I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm going to be honest, Jerry. I'm not giving you my full attention because I'm trying to. I'm trying to buy bloody aftershave. I could see That's a good one. What is? Geo. Geo. I could see you. Oh, I'm pouring I can't pronounce H's. It's H-E. You can't. Well, I come from Stoke. Can't pronounce H's. <laughs> you can't pronounce. Doesn't go off crooks. You can tell just too because you can't pronounce his H's. Trying to be all posh and say something with an H and he's just. It all just collapses around him. Well, these are the things. Oh, um, I'm How's so- your TV work going? Huh? How's your TV work going? My TV work? It's still going. Yeah, it's good. I'm off to the Isle of Wight uh, straight after the show tonight, and I'm going to be doing Loose Women tomorrow. I'm giving away a mobile... A hol- I don't know what the correct term is. It's not a caravan. I'm giving away a mobile home... <laughs> Uh, on the Isle of Wight tomorrow, and then I've got Can a dash. the competition? No! I think the co- t- competition might close. And then on Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to be on Good Morning Britain again. So, um, it's, it's all, and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back on a, on a really big job that I really, really want. And I've not wanted a job as much as I've wanted this for years and years and years. Oh. And, um, I, I suspect I won't oh. get it. But, um, I no, I suspect, and I wrote, I wrote to um, the producer a few days ago and said, I, I would totally be great for this job. And she I said, think. we'll let you know soon. But I, I think I, you would have got the right idea. No, it's not the right stuff. Oh, but I, I, I've, put, I've, I've thrown my name into the ring for that. I got in touch with the producer straight away and said, Oi, <laughs> you owe me one, that. give me that. I think it'd be great to give you a reference for I'd that. I'd be brilliant at it. I'd be brilliant at the yeah. right stuff. But um, who knows? Who knows? The right stuff. Yeah. The right, the right man. The right man for the right stuff. Jerry, up your bum. Okay, up your bum. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Um, now is an excellent time to remind you, dear listener, before we go into the news, that you can download this show, best of bits of this show, on podcast. If you go to iTunes or your usual podcast provider... Um, and download, uh, type in Ian Lee Talk Radio, then this show pops up. Also, there, I think, I guess another rabbit, I keep forgetting what the days are. It's Thursday, isn't it? I think another episode of The Rabbit Hole was released this morning, which is the show that Catherine and I do. And in fact, I'll, I'll tweet, um, I'll find the link for it and I'll tweet it during the news. Um, it, uh, it's a fun, silly show that we do. I don't know if we're going to do any more. We've got, a f- we've got about another, five or six or seven that we've pre-recorded already 
Um, I suspect maybe, maybe we're done. I don't know. I don't quite know. Don't quite know. I'm searching, searching for the next idea, guys, whatever that may be. Um, so you can get that on Acast or iTunes or your usual podcast provider. We've got another hour of this nonsense before Paul Ross comes on at one o'clock. The switchboard is empty now would be an excellent time to give us a call. You'll speak to Sam. He will take your name and number and call you back immediately. 0344-499-1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Yamboy Arugalada. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The last hour of the show, goddammit, it's gonna be sparky, it's gonna be spunky, it's gonna g- kick off. And who better, who better to kick it off with than Mo? Hi, hi Ian. How are you? I'm okay, thanks, Mo. I was, I was bigging you up there, Mo, and it was a little bit flaccid, but don't worry. I'm fine, Mo. How are you doing, <laughs> brother? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. What's going I on? I'll ask you a personal question. I'm not sure you're going to answer. You're probably not going to answer. Okay. Well, well, hang on a second. <sighs> if you think I'm not going to ask it, um, why do you why do you why do you think I'm not going to answer it? Because, like, I know you're probably just not going to answer. I just feel it. <laughs> well, then why ask it? No, just let me ask, because I said try, innit? I suppose so. Try. Try. You've got to try. Um, okay. Well, this is this is, this is is an historic moment for both of us, because I don't know what the question is. You don't know whether, whether I'm going to answer it. Let's just, honestly, we're about to enter the random zone, right? Anything could happen. Let's see. Open the floor for me, then. The floor is open to Mo. Mo, welcome to the random zone. Fire away, Mo. <laughs> So what was going through your mind when you were eating those strawberries and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? We do that selfish act. I thought you were going to ask like a really deep personal question. You're asking about some strawberries from four, four or five months ago. i tell you what was going through my mind. These strawberries taste delicious. Yeah, well, why would you do that to your team, man? When you knew your whole team could benefit from them, why would you do that? Well, they couldn't. It was one strawberry each. Well, that's uh, it'll be so nice for a team. Well, nah, you, they've had they've had stra- they've had strawberries since Mo. Plus, you were pushing Amir to eat them anyway. Well, well, if you've if you've seen it, you'll know that Amir su- suggested it, and Amir was pushing me. Um, but 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 thanks for making up your own narrative, Mo. Oh, by the way, you weren't there. You don't even know what happened. But thanks. I, w- I was there. I was watching the TV. You were there. Okay. Um, Mo, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. What? It was on... It was five minutes of a reality TV show five months ago. You really need to get a life and get over it. Yeah, but it was the morals behind it, man. Screw morals. It was the morals behind it. Here's the thing. Do you want to know what I was thinking? Do you know what I was thinking? What? I was thinking, if if I do this right, there's two things I was thinking. First thing I thought was, would my two best friends, Scott and Kath, would they find it funny? Right? And they didn't. No, they did. They found it hilarious. So I judged that right. And the second thought I was thinking, right, was, if this is shown the way I expect it to be shown, this will be an iconic moment in this series of I'm a Celebrity that had so far, to the best of my knowledge, been quite boring, right? No, you weren't thinking that, man. You just wanted the strawberries. Hang on a minute. Mo, Mo, you've asked me a question. I'm answering it in in a more honest way than you can handle and now you're now you're disputing my answer. Uh, that's very rude, man. Why would I? Why would I lie to you? 
It's just because it was a big, it was a big, I mean... I'm not going to give the answer that you want me to give, because that answer isn't my truth. I'm telling you my truth. You're about to get a world exclusive um, on a story no one gives a toss about, and and <laughs> you, because it's not the story that that you want to believe, you won't believe it. A lot of people care, man. Don't tell me that no one gives a toss about it. Mate, it was, it was last... Everyone cared about it. It was, no one cared, literally... No one, apart from you, cares about the strawberries from I'm a Celebrity. Why? What What? What answer do you think I should give you? I think you, you should say that was a really selfish act, to be honest. I'm not, going, I'm not going to say that, I'm afraid, because I, I disagree with that. So, so I'm not going to give you the answer that you, that you want, I'm afraid. Mm, I don't know, man, Ian. No, I, I do answer? know. I do know, man, Mo. I'm not going to give you the answer that you want. I was giving you the absolute truth to the question that you asked me, um, but you chose not to, to allow me to finish that. You didn't want to hear it. You didn't believe it. That's your choice. No, I listened to you. I listened to you. So you wanted to make your friends laugh. But was that really going through your mind when um, you were eating those strawberries? Well, if you, how many reasons did I How many thoughts did I say were going through my mind? You said two. Yeah, and you didn't let me finish the second one. I heard your second one. No, you didn't, because you interrupted it halfway through. So you didn't. Finish it, then. No, I'm not going to, because you're a very rude man. And I'm not going to tell you what you want me to tell you. But, um... This guy's... Have you heard this guy? Um... Uh, Mo, I, I know my truth, and I know exactly what was going through my head. If I try to apologise to the world... Jesus. About you eating I'm not going to do that. Is this a this is a wind up call? No. Yeah, this is a wind up call. No, Mo's called us before. Did you hear when uh, he was on with Tommy and Mo had an argument with Tommy about teachers? No, I don't listen. Deliberately didn't listen that time as well. Okay, so is Mo is Mo an enfant terrible or is he just uh, le tosseur? Which which is it, Mo? No, I don't. Know. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you don't. Like, because yeah. we're we're a con- we're, better than Tommy. I'll give you that. Yeah, I know. Like, I am. Again, and I'm better. And I'm when you eat those bubbly strawberries, those fresh strawberries and cream. This is a. Hang on a second. This is a. This is a wind up call, man. Because no one could be. No, no, no one. No one could be this dumb. <laughs> no one could be as dumb as you're being now. This is an act, man. And fair play, it's a it's good act. Right? But no one could be this stupid. I was just disagreeing with you that you were very, very no, no, no. Selfish. You weren't disagreeing with me. Backstreet. You weren't disagreeing with me. You were saying that I was lying. You're calling I me a liar. I was just saying you were licking that cream. It was selfish. It was very, very selfish to your team, and you were eating those strawberries, licking that cream. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I didn't have a team on I'm a Celebrity. That my team was me. And my family. That was my team. I didn't have a team. The other people in the camp, mate, they no, weren't the, like, the, the camp. They weren't teams. Like group. Well, then, then you, well, then, Mo, you need to be very specific about words. Uh, I didn't have a team. They weren't my group either. That, that they weren't my group. No, they no, weren't they, my. They weren't just a random. Yeah, they were. People, well, they were yeah, they? they were a ran- They were literally a random group of people. They they were not my friends, Mo. Well, they should have been. I'm sorry, like, a lot of people build relationships God, with you're show. dumb. Why, th- th- a lot of people, and I have. I've got a couple of really good friends off the back of it. But, um... Well, you just said that they weren't your friends, and I see that you are. Either. So you're changing your views, aren't you? No, no, not at all. Listen to the language I'm using, man. I'm very specific with my friends, uh, with my phrases. Let me say this again, right? They weren't my friends. 
I've built a couple of good friendships off the back of that show. Do you see the do you see the subtle difference there? You well, you just said that you keep changing your no, mind. No, I don't. Man. Listen again. Listen again. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm I, I'm not. They were at the time I ate the strawberries. They weren't my friends. I have made a couple well, of good. Still, I, let man, me finish, Mo. Morality. Let me finish, Mo. Mo, let me finish. At the time of eating the strawberries, they were not my friends. I have made a couple of good friendships off the back of that show. Do you see yeah, this? Do you still, see the man, difference? There was no moral, even towards people you stayed with for like a few weeks of the time. I had no time. connection with them. I had no connection with them at that point. But still, even if you have no connection, you shouldn't eat the strawberries, man. They Mo, Mo how old are you? What are you, 32? <laughs> Listen, man. How, how old are you, Mo? 32? I'm 17. I'm Jeez, then, then you need to get a life, dude. It's a show. It's over. They're already lining up the people for, for this year's I'm a Celebrity. Get over it, man. I've got over it. They've got over it. You need to get up. If Rebecca Vardy can get over the strawberries, then Mo in Watford needs to get over the strawberries. It's still a selfish act. I just want to like, bring it back up to you. That was just a selfish act. And you really should apologise like, to the people involved. I don't know if you saw the show. We obviously didn't watch the show because um, what did I do shortly after eating the strawberries, Mo? What did I do? You were like, you felt bad and then you just said, Amir, you covered up for Amir. No, yeah, yeah, I covered up for Amir and I went and what did I go and say to the to the boys and girls, my teammates? What did I say to them? But sorry, there yeah, we go. I said I'm sorry. sorry I apologise, man. It's the easiest word. It's about the malls. Oh, if it was me, I would say no. I'm not going to eat those strawberries. Okay, Mo. Well, no, then, good, then, then you missed out on some delicious strawberries, and you missed out on being the the the, the highlight of the entire series. Well done, Mo. Yeah, but well you played. Been a man, man. Oh, you would have been a man. He's being the man nonsense. All right, Mo. Hey, thanks for the call, man. Cheers, man. There we go. He's he's good. I like him. Mo could have an argument in a phone box. He's good. I like I like Mo. I I think he's playing a little game he's there. Not. No, we I think he's dad. We spoke to his dad. Oh really? Yeah. Is his dad a knob as well? No, his dad seems. His dad no, seems... I think Mo was playing the game. No, there. no, seventeen-year-old. I think he thinks he's being clever, but he just doesn't listen. No. Did you turn your phone off? Did you drop your girlfriend back? Stop being um, jealous. <laughs> I'm a little bit. Um, I don't like him more than you. Who do you like the most? I don't like either of you. Okay, no, fair enough, that'll do. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. This is some show, huh? Yeah. Okay. It definitely is. Just checking. Um, hey, Manny. Oh. Hello, Hello, Ian. Hello, Manny. <laughs> not, not dead yet. No. No, we're winning. How are you feeling today, man? Not too bad. Yeah, a, bit, a little bit better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit? A little bit, uh, Trying to get my head around it. Yeah. Mm. So what have you been doing since uh, we last spoke? Nothing, really. Went shopping with the wife. Yeah. Nice, Nothing, really. nice bit of normality and mundanity. Mm. That's what we need but sometimes. Back to normality. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need <laughs> trying sometimes. Trying to, trying to. Yes. You know, sometimes you get like a voice in your head. Yeah. You, you, I know. You know, you probably understand. Yeah. yeah. Do this. Do that. It's popping at you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's other people. 
Well, so hang on, what is this voice in your head telling you to do? Kill yourself? Sort of. <laughs> You've spoken to a doctor about that? Yeah, yeah, they put me on that, um, I'm a, I'm a trip. I'm a trip. Yeah, I'm a trip. Uh, but, well, she didn't want me to go on there because I took it. It was not, oh, God, it like a zombie. So, you know, maybe they'll tablet. Yeah. Like a, makes you like a zombie, doesn't it? So, I did take them for a bit. But no, I couldn't wake up and then just fall asleep all the time. Yeah, it's getting that she balance, isn't it? Weaned me off them slowly. And there was another one, I can't remember the name of that one. And so, I'm trying to stay off the tablet, them, those two anyway, and the drink. Stay off the drink, man, stay off the drink, definitely. Uh, yeah. And I, I wasn't on the drink, you know, that much. Yeah, a couple of shots a night. And it was only Monday. Wednesday and Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Maybe not even Saturday sometime, yeah. Just you said nearly every day of the week then. You missed out two. <laughs> three, three. <sighs> three Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays. Maybe not Friday, Saturday sometime, yeah. yeah. A couple of shots. You've got a very noisy body, haven't you? Noisy body? Yeah, very noisy body. Says you. No, well, says you last night. Flipping heck. <laughs> oh, yeah, my stomach. There's lots of, with you, Manny, there's lots of squeaks and squeals and sniffles and, and farts and all kinds of wonderful, what? all kinds of wonderful noises emanating from you. A bit of the flow and throat was hurting. Yeah. I think that's when they put, they pushed the pipe down my throat. Yeah. It's so, it's Pump your stomach. It's so, yeah. Oh, is that why you so, sound a bit bit hoarse? Yeah, right. yeah, it's quite sore. Yeah. yeah. Mm, and that the hospital was all that, you know. I thought, I did better than the people there, even worse off than, you know, the next person. Unbelievable. Hey, Unbelievable. Someone's, um, someone sent me, um, <laughs> someone sent me, um, uh, Hang on, let me just type in Fanny. I want to know. <laughs> Someone sent Be me careful. this. This is from Toby, and I've not heard this yet. Should we have a little listen to this? Yeah. So we, this is um, this. Toby sent me this. Let me just um, hang on. Let me play it. Let's download it. Here we go. Let's see what this is. Let's see what this is that he sent me. I just, oh, for goodness sake, this in computer does my absolute nothing. Hang on. Here we go. This should do it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And play. Go. And here we go. You ready for this money? Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got the spinning, um, spinning rainbow wheel. Mm. computer. You haven't spent some of that money that you got in the jungle? I've spent it, mate. Spent, mm, right, let me close. Spend. Right, let me close that. Let me close that. This is going to be worth it. I know this, I know this is going to be worth it, guys. I, Toby wouldn't send me something that wasn't worth it. He wouldn't have done, would he? It's not working. It's not working. Hang on, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Hang on, here we go. Let me just do this. Click on this. Here we go. With your incessant talking, you're becoming a pest. Funny, 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 fun
That was good. <laughs> Do it again. That was good. That was good. That was good. Oh, Toby, mate, thank you. Here we go. If you're incessant talking, you'll be coming a pest. Funny, 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 Anyway, uh, George Galloway's still down a hole. George, you're right. Is there anything we can get you? Okay. <laughs> oh, good. That, thanks to that guy. He, was, uh, he found out the nail listeners to the show. Yeah. Uh, Scottish chap. Um, oh, Alex. Yeah, he's an idea. Yeah, he can talk to you. Like a, a, a normal person. <laughs> Which is such you know a rarity on this show. <laughs> a normal <laughs> person. Down to earth. Down to you, earth. You, 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 you sort of mix with everybody, don't you? Um, I, not in real life. I don't like um, I don't like common people in real life. But on the radio, mm-hmm. it's great entertainment. Mm-hmm. No, it is. Right, uh, Manny, uh, listen. You know, be, what? Behind a successful man. Yes. Like the saying goes, there's always a... There's a woman rolling her eyes. Woman. That's right. <laughs> well, 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 there's no what, what woman's behind me. Right, I'm cutting you. you off, Manny. You're obviously yeah, on the booze yeah. again. Go away. What a rude man. Good evening, Tom. Hello. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. How you doing? I'm good, thank you, Tom. What do you... Is, did, uh, did you... Did he swear? He did a swear. Right, first of all, first of all, are you on speakerphone? Uh, no. Right, why does it sound rubbish? I, I, I couldn't hear what you were saying, because it sounds all echoey. Apologies if we missed that one. Sorry, Sorry I was... You were on speakerphone. Right, you're on speakerphone line to me, and you've dropped an F-bomb. Thanks for calling. Catherine, I think, hit the dumb button in time because she's a professional. Um, But if we didn't, if it didn't, then that swear word went out. You'd have heard it on Periscope if it went out on the radio. Sincere apologies. I I couldn't hear what he was saying. Let's try Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Paul. How are you doing? Are you on speakerphone? No, I just got a crap phone. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I respect that. I'm not going to cut him off for being poor. (laughs) Right, no F-bombs. No F-bombs. Proceed. Go. None at all. Um, Yeah, obviously, I've called you three or four times now, and I'm feeling... Sexy! ...to tell you. Yes. So I thought I'd tell you that, you know, I've... I've been... I've had, like, anxiety and stuff for quite a while. Yeah. um, But it's, it's bad at the minute. But yesterday and today, I've actually, like, left the house... For the like on my own. Here we go. By eight weeks. Here we go. This is brilliant, Paul. Congratulations, man. Yeah, where did Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you choose to um, go? Well, yes, I didn't choose to go yesterday. Unfortunately, I had to go to um, a meeting with with work, um, just to you know, kind of see where I am and, and how I'm doing and things. Uh, and today, I just went to the shop. Uh, and the cash machine. <laughs> brilliant. That was about it. No, really. but that's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant, man. That's a, I, yeah, you know, I, 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 I totally get how that is a huge achievement. Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. How did yeah, you feel? How did you feel when you got back? Oh, as soon as I left the meeting yesterday, I felt really sick. Uh, you know, yeah. um, the news. But yeah, I was like, you know, arms in the air when I got home and stuff. Really, oh. just. 
chaff to bits, like. Brilliant, man. And Brilliant. That's going to sound stupid to some people. It will it sound really stupid is. to some people, but those people don't that's count. Right. To, to, to a lot of people listening to this show, they get it. Yeah, so congratulations. Yeah, you should be very proud Thank of yourself. You, I really am. Thank you very much. Ne- next, you're going to be hitchhiking um, all, all around the world for a year. Yeah, and the thing is, I, you know, I, that used to be me. Yeah. That was me. Oh. Like, I mean, yeah, I want to get back to that, you know? Well, you hang on. You, used to, you actually hitchhiked around the world in a year. No, but, no, but I, I went, you know, I did some travelling on my own and stuff. Went to a few countries, went to Stockholm and uh, Paris and um, Rome and a few other places on my own. Um, yeah. And then what did, was there, was there a point, was there, was there an event that changed, that, 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 you know, forced you to be, to to get anxious and things, or did it just happen naturally? Um, yeah, there probably were trigger points. Um, you know, I lost my dad about seven years ago when I was, um, when I was doing my, my teacher training. Yeah. Um, and then the anxiety started about four years ago, um, and it was pretty much when, when my, my wife was pregnant with a little boy. And I don't know, it just kind of came on then. But this time, God, yeah, there's a trigger this time. Because I'd stepped down tablets and stuff, and I was doing okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd had some time off work in the past, but I, you know, I'd been back in work for about a year or so, and I'd been fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I was um, I was out celebrating my, my birthday uh, back at the start of December. Um, and I got assaulted completely out of, out of the blue. Oh, the, um, man. Head, yeah, my new guy had butted me. I've got a broken cheekbone and stuff. So that, that set me back. But, you know, I'm on the mend. I will get everybody. I will. I just wanted to kind of let you know, you know, the Thank truth you, mate. I am, that's all. Brilliant. I really appreciate so, that, appreciate Paul. That. I'm glad you shared that with us, and well done. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. Thank Take care. Both. Ta-ta. We're going to play a little song to celebrate that. Well done, Paul. This is, this is, this is for you. With your incessant talking, you're becoming a pest. Funny, 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 funny. Yep, yep, funny, yep, 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 funny, 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 jabber, funny, yep, funny, 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 jabber, funny, but yep, yep, funny, 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 yep, jabber, funny. Um, did we do the quarter past break? Did break's been all over the place tonight? Very, very unprofessional tonight. I blame. Puckrick's influence on you. Oh, mayhem. On you. On me. Because you sank to her level tonight and uh, you were showing off because your mate was here. I was showing off? Yeah. Sorry? Okay. Whoa! Oh, you were bossing me about extra. I mean, so much. Well, because I'm your boss. You're not my boss. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Just, just, let's just step out to the studio for a second. I'm totally the boss. You're not right? my boss. You, you... We're trying to show off because Katie Puckman, she's an independent woman. And all I get all that. I get all that. Um, but you've We've been, been like messaging back and forth ever since I know, you came in. I know you have. You embarrass yourself tonight, oh. Catherine. You let yourself down. You let, you let, you let women down tonight. Do I stood up for women and you let them down. You feel left out. Is that what this is about? No, what it's about is the complete lack of uh, attention you were giving me. To you. Correct. Correct. Well done. Okay. We get it. We got I it. Think, I think I got it. We got it. Okay. Um, should we find another one of those uh, Watco things? Yeah. Um, he, um, he, he's, let me see which what we've got here. See if we can find. The last couple have been quite heavy. I mean, oh, the last on. one. Oh, what's what's this one? Agro. Have we had agro? Well, <laughs> I don't think we've had agro. Feels like I've had a lot of agro lately. Go on. Right. So this is Watkins, Ian Watkins, Watco, five minutes of aggro. 
I get angry, so I actually had to go to anger management, and that's what I did uh, a couple of years, well, last year, I had a course in anger management, and they, like, taught us how to, you know, if, if I'm going to get into an argument with anybody, is to get out of the way, and, you know, and I find it helpful. If I'm honest, I don't, I, I hate conflict, but because of the jobs that I've done, leading organisations and sales operations and businesses, you have to deal with conflict. The best thing, advice I could give anybody is to nip things in the bud early, is say things before they get out of control, is be open and honest really, because then you avoid conflict, but you avoid conflict by having conflict, if you, if you understand what I mean, but have the conflicts early. It's easier to solve a small problem than it is to solve a big problem, and if you don't confront something early enough, you'll end up with a big problem later. I've had some confrontations that, that I'm not proud of. I've had some fisticuff battles that I'm not proud of. But it's never been, a, it wasn't a situation where I caused the problem, it was a situation where I tried to defuse the problem. And the, the blows were thrown and it was like, you know, um, you can throw your blows, but I've got a right to defend myself, so. But no, it's, it, I've had some real bad arguments. And I've lost, as I said earlier, I've lost some friends over arguments. And I'm not always right. I'm not always right, but it's not very often I'm wrong. Loads of arguments. I'm terrible, I am. I'm terrible. I, if, I, I, I fight for, for my corner with everything and anything. If, if I treat people right and I expect to be treated the way I treat people and it doesn't happen. And if somebody says something, I only had, had something the other day on eBay. And uh, I, I've made six phone calls over this. And I said, this person told me that this was going to happen and it's not. I had an argument with my mother many, many years ago because she bought both bikes. She had a tandem bike in blue and my, in red and mine was blue. And No, it was the other way around. Hers was blue and mine was red. And she bought a really heavy bike and I wanted a racing bike. And I always was annoyed that she bought this really heavy bike that I found very difficult to ride. And then when I was about 14 or 15, uh, a friend of mine from school was selling his racing bike and I wanted a racing bike. And I said, I wanted this bike. And my dad said, well, if you want that racing bike, you have to sell your train set. I said, what? He said, if you want the right, he said, he said you, 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 you know, you've had a, this, that and the other this year. If you want a racing bike, you've got to pay for it. So you have to sell something. And I had to sell my train set. It's the one thing that I've always really been annoyed about and angry with my dad about. It was a geezer. When I was in the gear, there was a geezer who used to come around me videos and he'd give you some to hire out to your neighbours because I was a junkie at the time I got bit behind they come from Essex these geezers and like you don't muck about with geezers from Essex and uh, I just got myself an old motor and I didn't have the money to pay him so he went away he went away got up next morning I went out to get the car all my windows were smashed I knew straight away who'd done it all my windows were smashed I phoned him I said I'll get the money in a couple of days Went over to his house, me and my brother. This was late at night and we had the money and we knocked on his door. His missus come to the door and the geezer's jumped out behind her and he's got this pop pole with a chain. You know, like you see in these um, Hercules films with the you know, thing sticking out the ball. And the geezer was going to go into one and we had the money. I'm not glad we did have the money. But like he didn't know who it was at first. He, he thought someone was having a go at the door. So it's a medieval mace? Yeah, that's it, yeah. With them metal spike things on that ball at the end of the chain, and they got the wooden bit, haven't they? One of the, 
They, they, I don't know if they're still mad over it, but they used to be mad. Domestics, probably. I think once I've spent all my wages on a sports car and I didn't tell my wife until I got home because I was so desperate, I passed my test and I wanted a sports car. And one came up in the paper when I was at work and it was payday. <laughs> it was really naughty. <laughs> I got some flack for that. It was a Spitfire, a Mark II um, Triumph Spitfire. She was all right a few weeks later when we recovered. What were you having an argument about then? We'll argue about anything. It's not often that I'll start it. Somebody can say something to me and I'll just, I'll just kick off for no reason whatsoever. And I hate myself for it. You mean I did the smallest thing About not putting any sugar in my coffee when they made me one. And it's gone on for two or three hours. I don't want to lose an argument and the person involved don't want to lose an argument. I'll turn around and say, I'll say, right, if you don't put my sugar in my coffee, you'll be wearing it. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late Night Alternative here till one o'clock. Then Paul Ross takes over. Then at five o'clock, it's James Max. The switchboard is empty, guys. Nobody's, nobody's calling in. This is space station white noise. Of course it is. I recognise that noise anywhere. But where's it? I thought there would be, um, like, bleeps and stuff. No, it's a proper station. Have you ever been on the proper space station? Exactly what it sounds like. Oh, we stopped. Let's find a space station. Let's find a space station sound effect. Let's try it. That's the only one that's got bleeps. Space station sounds. Here we go. This this will be better. Um, here we go. Space stations are quite boring. Yeah, of they? course they're boring. That's why that oh. commander, what's it, kept doing videos and playing his guitar. Um, Tim, what's it? Steve. Ah, okay. This is space space sounds. This is station cargo hold. Oh, it's going to be boring. It's just the luggage. Um, what you want is like command post, like um, um yeah, captain's right. bridge. Captain's log, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. This is the actual International Space Station. That's going to be boring. Hang on. A here we go. Here we go. This is uh, this is by Cole Chris Hadfield. Cole Chris. Cole Chris. Colonel Chris. No, Hadfield. it's C O L. Yeah. C H R I S H A D F I E L D. So Cole Chris, Cole Chris. I guess that's a name. I don't know that name. Colonel. No, no, no. It's it's C O L. Cole. Um, and Cole Chris. This is a. This is Cole Chris. I think is an astronaut. 
This is a recording of the background noise of the US lab on the International Space Station. Recorded by... Uh, oh, he's Commander Chris Hadfield here. This is what normal life sounds like in space. Well, well let's have a listen. This is great. Jesus! No wonder they can't hear you scream. Yeah, that's rubbish. Rubbish. I don't believe that guy. I don't believe Cold Chris. I think Cold Chris is... Um, <clears throat> um, it, ah, here we go. This, 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 will be it. this is what a space station sounds like. This is like docking in a space station. Here we go. Oh, hang on, I've pressed it over Help us. Oh. Help us, we are dying. Our, our people are dying. Our people are dying. We are being attacked. I am the last of my kind. Apart from the children of my planet. My planet, the people are dying. We are being attacked. They are demanding. They have wrecked our planet. Oh. Of all its resources, please help us. We are dying. Winston Churchill, it's we peace. are dying. We are dying. Help us. Help us. We are dying. I cannot breathe your air. I'm dying. Put your helmet back on. I'm dying. I'm dying. Help me. I'm dying. Help me. I'm dying. You're going to be 45 in about, what, three weeks? I will not make 45. I am dying. 45 on my planet is a baby. <laughs> we live for many millennials. Good one. I'm a baby. <coughs> Dear me, aliens. yeah, that's... Let's go to uh, Lee. Good evening, Lee. Good evening. How's it going? It's going all right, mate. What you got for us? Good. Um, I just thought I'd call... I'm calling from Canada. Show um, off. I've Show been off. living here. Wow. Well, I'm... Um, I can now listen to the radio. Uh, when I was at home, I'd be sort of working pretty normal hours, but now I sort of finish off in the afternoon. Beautiful. And stick you lot on. I try and finish off so in the now afternoon I'm when I can. Well, listen, you so, should try it. So, um, how long have you been in Canada for, Lee? Uh, it's, it's coming up to a year. Are you in jo- whereabouts in Canada? Are you in Vancouver? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I've only it's been good, to. Isn't it? Um, to uh, Montreal. So that's the only place I know. Yeah. In Canada. Cool. Well, I've been uh, I've been listening since well for about four or five years, but this is the first time I've rung in. Hey, nice. Always one. been a little bit nervous. To, it's to a call weird. In, it's but... a weird thing to do calling into this nonsense. It you know. Strange. Well, you've called in. It's it, well, what do you yeah, have for us? Yeah. Well, it's, well, uh, well, I just I just wanted to just say hello, basically. Hello. Um. Yeah. My uh, people are dying, Lee. Lee. My people, my people are dying. Can you save my planet? Please. Please save my planet. My people are dying. Four years he's been waiting for this call. <laughs> no, it's the thing. Here's the thing, though. If you're an alien, right, and you just landed on Earth, right, who would you, who would you speak to? You'd, you'd, like, you'd speak to, like, the kind of people that phone this show. Imagine you land, you land on Earth and you land in Birmingham and the first person you meet is Alan Caddick. That's why they say, take me to your leader. 
But if you went to an alien planet, right, in, and Lee, you back me up on this, right? You go to an alien planet and you meet aliens, mm. you would think all of the aliens are powerful, right? We talk about aliens coming to this planet to, 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 um, to kill us, right? And we assume that all aliens are powerful. We forget that there'd be, there'd be idiot aliens, as well, as much as there are... You're just, you're just, just your generic Alan Caddick type of alien. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Think he's just the, yeah, he, you think he's the peak of all alien life. Well, no, I, but, but there might be, like, sophisticated aliens, yeah. but there'd be thick aliens, there'd be dumb aliens, there'd be racist aliens, there'd be... Um, clumsy. Clumsy aliens, horny aliens, <gasps> horny. Um, there'd be fit aliens <laughs> and milf aliens. There'd be a short oh, alien. Short aliens. Tall. Tall yes. aliens. Aliens falling down the well. Yeah. Oh, oh, Let's mention the well. <laughs> Mate, I thought I'd dip my toe in the water there. Well done. Well done, Lee. I like I like yeah. it. I like this. I like Lee. I feel we can have a little bit of badinage. Mm. Um, yeah, did let's you, do it. So, you just phone up to say hello? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I feel um, I should... Well, I, go on. Um... I mean, I, I only I normally just listen to the podcast. Um, just like, uh, I, when did I start listening? Maybe it would taste like food. That that was my oh, first encounter. <laughs> class people are still waiting for was, us to uh, to match the dizzying heights I, of taste like food. I don't think I don't will. think you could ever top it. I, I, there are, there are moments where I think this show is just. I don't know. It's, it's out of this world. Oh. No, no. You know what? No, whatever you do, whatever you two do, yeah. it's just brilliant. No matter how I it gets, I just love every moment who's, of it. Who's the best, Lee, out of me or Catherine? Who's the best? Well, I, yeah, yeah. You, you know what? There's a good balance. Yeah, yeah, good balance. yeah I like this diplomatic. There's, yeah. there's no. It, I, I feel like you know. Don't be shy. When Catherine pop, when Catherine pops in, I think. Oh, you know, what, there's going to be a different, different kind of show. Yeah, I think you're, brings it down. I think, a bit. A, I think you act a little bit different when. Catherine's I have to. Around, I have to work harder to, to to try and keep the momentum of the show going. Yeah, he does Catherine act a bit different, doesn't he? <laughs> he acts thuggish. Yeah, I think. I I have yeah, to work I, 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 twice it as hard. Brings the child out of you, I think. Yeah. Well, okay. Because like I say, because Catherine just brings the vibe down, and I've really got to try and lift lift it for you guys, the listeners. The, you know, I am your servant. So the question was, Lee, who's 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 the best out of me and Catherine? The best at what? Exactly. At radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Idiot>. I... <laughs> Ian, you are the best, mate. Thank you very you much. Are the best. That's it. That's the it. ultimate. There we go. The ultimate. He said there. He knows that will please you. Yeah, he yeah. knows I don't mind. No, he knows that I like the truth. <laughs> Catherine doesn't need, yeah, well, yeah. I don't I've need fluffing. With you, mate. No, of course not, because she, she's not, not up to that standard yet, and I respect that, Lee. It, Lee said, she's I'm still the work, She's still working her way through the industry, isn't she? Yeah, from, from, the, from the bottom up, and she's really <laughs> still yeah, at the learn, bottom. learning from the best. Exactly. Yeah. This guy is great. This guy, why have we sent Can all you not hear him laughing? Uh, he's, he's laughing at you, because you're pathetic. <laughs> Cat, why have we sent all the good guys to Canada? All the good guys, Lee. Um, that's it. That's it, man. We sent it, all mate. the good guys to Canada. I don't. Actually, you're right. I don't know anyone else that we've sent to Canada. Does um, Canada have a good history of uh, serial killers, Lee? Yeah. You, you know what? I, I've, I've been listening to my favourite murder. Oh. Have you heard, have you listened to that podcast? No, I don't know what, that. What's that about then? <laughs> I, I, I've not, but I like the sound of it. 
you, you will love it. Uh, it's just two these two American girls, and they bring up their their two favourite murders. Yeah. And recently, they had one from Toronto. I can't remember. I think it was. I think I think it might have been like a baby killer. Oh, God, pretty man. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it was dark. It was so dark. Well, I know what I'm going to do to help promote their podcast. I'm going to go and murder them. <laughs> <laughs> just one of them. No, both. Going to kill them both. Okay. Well, you but know... then, but then, no one would. No, they won't be. It's better if you just kill hey, one. Listen, so the other listen. one can carry on the podcast. Well, John Lennon's last album, Double Fantasies, is is a stinker, right? It was wasn't selling until he got shot. Then it went straight to number one in the charts. That's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying, Lee. Yeah. I can help okay. those girls. Death is, death is not the end of the of a career. In fact, it, for many people, it's okay, just the it. beginning. Thank you, Lee. Do it, Tony. Can I give Go you some ahead. murdering advice? Yes, please. Something I've learnt through my years of, of murdering, um, murdering. Don't talk about it on the radio. Oh no, I'm hiding in plain sight. Oh right, okay. So when they do get murdered, I'll go. Oh flipping heck! I was talking about that, and they'll go. It couldn't have been him. He was talking about it, and I'm going to finger Lee. Lee, how do you feel about that? Please don't. <laughs> Lee, you're getting um, fingered. Over the radio, it would be quite hard to get fingered. Well, No, I'm going to tell mean, the police that you murdered them. Okay. okay. Um, fine. Yeah, bring him over, mate. Bring him over. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in Canada. Well, you're nearer. You could just drive from down. other crimes that I've done. There we go. Lee, nice to talk to you. I'm going to cut you off because I think you're, you're um, a weirdo. Um, Mark from Bristol has texted us. Oh, yes. Just a minor point, if we went to another planet, we wouldn't meet aliens as they would be the indigenous, we would be the aliens. Mark from Bristol. Yeah, check your privilege. In- incorrect. Incorrect. They would be aliens. It's like when I go to France and meet French people, they're foreigners. Well, no, they are. They're foreigners. To you. Yeah. Mm. But they're French. They live in France, but they're foreigners. So I go to, um... That's like saying, if you go to someone's house that you don't know, mm. they're strangers, but you're yeah. the stranger. Yeah, yeah, in... exactly. yeah. No. exactly, they're strangers. You're right. So if I go to Alpha Centauri, um, 2, Alpha Centauri V, V.2, um, and I meet the dudes that live there, they are the aliens. They are aliens, and they are disgusting, and they need to be wiped out immediately and that's why um uh, once i've been down on the planet and i've seen that there's alien life form and how disgusting they are i'm going to beam back up i'm going to aim the nuclear arsenal that i've got on my ship and i'm going to nuke that planet into um uh into the stone age can i talk a quick word with you mm, yes, yes 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 sure 2018 we don't talk like that anymore okay i'm not talking about you know like foreigners on this co- on this planet i'm talking about aliens it betrays a certain attitude that you've got okay the correct attitude the correct attitude dirty 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 aliens dirty aliens they're weird um penises on their heads and their vaginas in their ear disgusting dirty creatures with their whose penises on their head the aliens' penises oh, right. are on their head, and were... their vaginas are in their ears, and some of them have testicles as chins, so uh, they deserve to be nuked. And I look forward to being the one. I look forward to being the one to nuke them. Because they look different. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yes, I think so. I think so. <laughs> oh, my people are dying. My people are dying. Now I know why you're talking like that. Why is that? Testicles on your chin. 
That'll be it. Um, here we go. Race ace, Lewis Hamilton. Is looking for love on celebrity hookup app, app hookup app, Raya. F1 star 33 has a profile on the site which aims to match influential people. A source said, someone made this up because listen to what the words are. Lewis has been swiping a lot of socialites in London and uses it when travelling. Hmm. He's happy being single but would like to find the one eventually. Come here, come here. You don't need to be shy. Paul. I don't know just, how just this thing in. works, but can you see who they've been choosing? I thought that only the person doing the swiping would know who'd been swiped. He's, uh, Lewis has been linked to several glamorous, glamorous stars, but has not gone public with a partner since the end of his relationship with Nicole Scherzinger. Very oh, sad, sad that. Yeah. Oh, very sad. A moment silence. Yeah. Singer Ollie Murs, model Cara Delevingne, and presenter Kelly Osbourne. Presenter Kelly Osbourne. Do you remember Kelly? I liked Kelly Osbourne's I liked album. Her. I liked the album oh, she did. Well, no. Oh, she covered Papa Don't Preach, didn't she? Yeah, I, li- yeah. I liked her yeah. record. I thought it was a good little record, that. Paul Ross has joined us. <laughs> good, good evening. Yeah. You're right. No, not bad. We uh, we had Katie Puckrick in tonight. It's been a nice oh, old she's, year. Oh, I missed her. Oh, she's, she's brilliant. Wonderful. She's so brilliant. I haven't seen her for a few years since we had a kind of a word get together about five or six years she's ago. She's so good, man. Yeah. And um, we're trying to get her to sort of. I'm trying to get her or Kath to be my filling when I go instead of getting in other people. And uh, are you swayed a bit from the Kath path then? Yeah, I think Katie's better than no. I think <laughs> I think uh, I would like to hear Kath hosting the show. Or I'd like to hear Katie and Kath hosting the show. Just, it just, I just think yeah. it makes obvious sense to do it. She's really good. She's one of these people that just comes in and it just slots in. She had like, she had more stuff to talk about than we did. Yeah, she, she done more preparation. Than we had. <laughs> she called me this afternoon and ran some things past me. Flipping heck. That's rather worrying, isn't it? <laughs> Worryingly professional. Yeah. We don't want her on this station, Not do used we? To that. I want, I want. Well, I want to book some calls in. I want you to call me <laughs> three o'clock every day. I want you to run through ideas for the show. No, 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 didn't Katie ring Kath? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, you're meant to ring. We, yeah, we've, so. look, we've got literally <laughs> 60 seconds, Paul. Please. What's on your show tonight? Uh, there's a massive Koipu invasion in Italy. Two and a half million Koipu, those giant rodents, have been unleashed in Rome, and they're breeding all along the Tiber. I know the Google a Koipu. Koipu, yeah, C-O-Y-P-U. And the local mayor has come up with an interesting solution. He said we should hunt and kill them and eat them, so we have got a chef on who cooks rats, and he cooks other roadkill. Oh, look at the state of their teeth. They're big boys, aren't they? Tusks, aren't they're, they? B- they're big, aren't they? Flipping and each, each female can have a litter of up to 12 Koipu. <laughs> So, Kuiper on the menu tonight, and also, when wow. birds had teeth, we're going back to the, uh, oh. the Neolithic times, in fact, before then, wow. the Jurassic, when birds had teeth. So and we're crossing live to India to find out why the Taj Mahal is turning green. Um, because of the toxic rain or something? Something like something algae like and pollution and all kinds Don't of stuff. Don't spoil it, he's going to tell them. Well, I've, I've done it's the answer, he can drop r- that bit r- now. Ring me at three tomorrow, run the all show right, by we'll now. Do we'll do we'll do we'll do we'll <laughs> there's no kind of illusion. We'll do it, do it again. <laughs> Paul Ross is on at one o'clock, and James Max will be on at five. Uh, don't forget, you can go and download the podcasts by going to Talk Radio, your usual podcast providers. Uh, new Rabbit Hole is up. I've just posted a link to that on Twitter. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Paul, for coming in at the end and telling us what's going on on your show. And above all, thanks to Katie Puckwick. We'll be back to that at <laughs> 10. Ta-ta!